It's time for the Crash Report. Available on all podcast platforms. The Crash Report starts now. Yo, what's happening? It's the Crash Report. I am Logan Crash, whatever the hell you want to call me. Of course, here with Trent, the cool creature. Trent, yo. Yo, what's up, guys? Or maybe uh, after that message, uh, this message that Trent sent us from a fan of his, maybe it should be the Coral Creeper. Who knows? <laughs> thanks, Logan. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, Caitlin is here. Caitlin, hello. What's up? How are you this week? Why do you do this? Maybe, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Trent? You think we can get... Uh, more than 10 words out of Caitlin today? I hope so. That would be great. <laughs> also, with the switcher, wait like a second before somebody starts talking. Yeah, it's a little hard to do. <laughs> I know, but just uh, <laughs> give it a second because I think it throws the sinking out of order. Okay, I got you. Uh, anyways, you think we'll be able to get more than 10 words out of Caitlin this week? Well, see, I mean, we're down a man, so. Yes, Cody the alcoholic is not here, he, and it's not because of the blow up last week. Um, we'll try to get him on the phone, but my God, what a shit show after the, after the show. Wasn't it Trent? Oh yeah. It was a terrible shit. It show. was horrible. Um, but yeah, so he's not here. Zach, uh, Cody's bandmate in uh, free plug Molly on the yacht. Uh, not here this week either. Really? You had to plug them even though they're not here for their shitty band. <laughs> I was plugging it only for Zach. Cody doesn't deserve any plugs. I mean, okay, I agree with you on that. Zach, I'll give Zach a plug, especially with how well he handled the situation last week. Because, oh. God, that was a disaster. Oh, yeah, without yeah. Zach, I don't think we could have gotten rid of Cody without Zach. I don't think so. Uh, you can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel for clips, highlights, full interviews, more. Uh, a lot to get to today. Uh, Jeremy Spencer, former drummer of Five Finger Death Punch, and now... The front man of Psychosexual here this week. Uh, and man, I got to tell you, Trent, I wanted to not like the band. I wanted to fucking hate it. Well, wait, now why did you want to hate it? Just because of the name or what? Well, it just seemed so, uh, I don't know. It seemed so silly to me. But I like silly shit. I mean, yeah, we, we like silly shit here. I mean, your one of your favorite <laughs> bands is Steel Panther, and they're well, that's right. silly as fuck. <laughs> but I was like, man, a guy... You know, puts a devil costume on and, you know, calls himself Devil Daddy. This has got to be fucking, who knows? Well, now I'm surprised, you know, cancel culture isn't going after him for, you know, dressing as a devil and calling himself Devil Daddy. And oh, I know. And I watched it. I watched their video and it was fucking, uh, it's, it's raunchy. Uh, and it was cool, man. A lot of fucking uh, booty, a, a lot of, a lot of booty shorts and Daisy Dukes, all sorts of stuff. On a scale of one to 10, where would you put the raunchiness? Uh, well, it is YouTube that their videos are on. Um, I don't know about the lyrics, but let's see. If you're unfamiliar, let's see here. Uh, I'll just play a little clip here. This is uh, their new single, uh, Devil from Hell. Can't deny it. this chorus is catchy as fuck. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly loving it right off the intro already. I love this. I'll tell you, fucking, uh, I work with this band called Lordy from Finland. And uh, I still got the crickets rolling. Whoops. I was just about to say something, <laughs> but I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, of course, Caitlin didn't want to say something, interrupt the oh. show, because she does so much talking. Trent and I were talking before the show. What would we do without Caitlin's input, <laughs> her magnificent gift of gab? She really carries the whole show. Trent says, you know what, Logan? You were the leader, but... It's really Caitlin has really kind of came in here <laughs> and taken over. She really commands the show. Yeah. Hey, you better watch it. I might um, stop showing up. Oh, all right, Cody. <laughs> yeah. You, you know it's all about that pussy power. I, it is. A true woman right there taking control. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, now that COVID is almost over, it feels like it. Live events are coming back, and Trent... Uh, hit us up. We have this group chat and he goes, uh, are you coming? You guys coming to the email night? Now he knows I hate this fucking music. And he's, I said, I didn't know we were planning. Oh, Cause he goes, are you guys still planning on coming? And I said, I didn't know we were planning on coming at all. And he's like, well, you said if you were guest listed, right. I'd yeah. put you on. And then he goes, he goes, would you guys want to come early and help set up? And I said, you really fucking expect me to get a babysitter? And not to mention, Trent can't even show up on time for this show. Yet he wants me and Caitlin to show up early to help him set up. Dude, you know how long it takes to set up that emo night by myself? It's a pain in the ass. But why? What do you, uh, what do, you do that's so time-consuming? I mean... I got to set up the banner on the stage. Got to get the table set up on there with the risers. Then beer pong tables and all the cups and water. Guitar Hero, Cornhole. They have to blow up a million balloons. Now, me yeah. being a crippled guy, what do you think that I could do? You know what? I think you could at least blow up the balloons, Logan. I have a, I have a, I have a machine there. Oh. You just push it down. It blows up. You just have the time and toss. And what is, the, what is my compensation for wasting a Friday night and getting a babysitter? Uh, have, well, I mean, what is my compensation for that? I mean, I would have bought you a beer or two. Uh, maybe if you make it six. Six beers? Six beers. <laughs> six and, beers. and here's the thing. You got to hire me a DD. Well, I thought that's what, you know, Caitlin was here for. No? I don't think Caitlin wants to torture herself with that garbage-ass music or, and, or I, I'm sure. and be a DD. You know right, what? Caitlin? Yeah, I don't know if I would want to be sober. <laughs> yeah, you have to. I mean, you can't be sober and listen to that shit. You know what? I think Cody owes you a favor anyway, so you should have brought him along like Cody or Dee. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Cody going anywhere without drinking. I wouldn't trust him to <laughs> oh, be a Dee. fuck no. My God. You can't rely on that guy for anything. Uh, I am going to try to get him on the line earlier or later. I tried calling him earlier. Uh, I wanted to get him on the line so we could uh, hash out everything that happened last week. Because, my God, what a mess. How late is he uh, Is he working today? I don't know. He just said they have a lot of shit to do, and he wasn't sure that he could make it here in time. And I got to tell you, man, I am very impressed with your switcher skills. Really? Because I feel kidding. like I'm doing a terrible job. I'm sitting here. I'm watching <laughs> your fingers move. And uh, you're doing a great job. Thanks. And when you watch it back, you're going to be like, never mind, Trent's, Trent's shit. Well, <laughs> that's what the whole, that's what brought up the whole thing with Caitlin, uh, you know, is that she talks so much. That's why she couldn't handle running the switcher. <laughs> and Trent and I are over here just going on and on, and he's doing a great job, Caitlin. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. That, there you have it. That's about all we're going to get out of her today. <laughs> we got those 10 words in real quick. Yeah. So, look, I got this story, and I wasn't even sure if I should tell the story on the show. 
And I got so I, w- I was think I've been pondering this all week, and then something. <laughs> all right, hang on. So, so Trent just went to take a drink, and these fucking coasters are so fucked. He picked the the yeah. I mean, the coaster is just stuck to it. Oh my god, it's literally stuck to it. Yeah. I blame Cody for that because I think he was using this one last week. Yeah, he spilled so much fucking alcohol all over my house last week. Mm. It's oh. unreal. It was funny because Zach was literally going around behind him, like, cleaning it up. Oh, I know. And then you have fucking Zach's girlfriend, Kendall. She's, like, on her hands and knees cleaning my floors. And then they broke a fucking mug. And, I mean, oh it just was a fucking disaster. I'm telling you, it got so much worse after you left. Really? You no I didn't idea. think it could yeah, get you, much worse. <laughs> you don't even know. Um but now I got this story. I was really contemplating all week. Do I tell this story? And I am a little bummed that Cody the alcoholic is on here because he was there at the start of the story. But Caitlin also has, she will know what I'm talking about when I get to it. But before we do that, I do want to, you know, Trent gets so frustrated when we make these, these jokes about his audience on YouTube being children. And he gets so irritated I do. I don't think I get that uh, irritated. No, but, uh, you know, and then people make jokes. Remember when, when Giles from Ontario called and started cracking jokes, and you didn't like that too much? No, no, don't bring Giles into this. Fuck that guy, all right? <laughs> I'm not for, no, if I don't want to talk about him ever again, fuck that guy. But here, here's the thing. You know, we give Trent a hard time, and it's so hard to not give him a hard time because he sends shit like this. Some fucking kid, I guess, sent him a, a message uh, where did he send you this message? Facebook or something? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. So he slides into Trent's DMs and he goes, Hey, Coral, which is so fucking weird. I have been watching <laughs> your YouTube videos on my school computer since I'm grounded right now. But keep up the good work. I can't comment on it, but I'll still be watching them. I mean, it's so hard not to bust your balls when you send shit like that. Dude, like, yeah, you buzz my balls about having, you know, kids as as my fans. But th- some of these kids are fucking awesome, man. I love my fans. <laughs> some of these kids are fucking awesome. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, like that one, the, I had one uh, put a comment that's on. It's like, dude, I laughed my ass off in the middle of class because I was watching your video. It's like, bro, like, I appreciate it. Just don't get in trouble. Uh, you know, it's hard not to when you're dropping the F-bomb every other word. I mean, you cuss so much in those videos. It's unbelievable. And, and all these kids still watch me in school, even though I'm cussing so much. So I they guess. must, so they must well, like me, I well, guess. Props to you. I mean, it's amazing. You got an audience doing that. And Caitlin was posting these groundbreaking vlogs. Oh, my gosh. Leave at, me alone. At the Wayne County Fair. It's <laughs> uh, the only vlog. <laughs> I know. I just always bust your balls about that because the Wayne County Fair is the most uneventful place on the planet. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's nothing but fucking hillbillies. That's all it is. Just hillbillies and tractors and demolition derbies. I mean, that, that sounds what it is like up here. Am I wrong? That's all it is. And then, you know, of course, at the fair, you got old washed up country singers that nobody's ever fucking heard of. Um, <laughs> I, I did ask you guys if you want to go see a monster truck rally, though. Yeah, you did. I, I, uh, I would not be opposed. I think my, uh, my kid's mom, is uh, she's taking him on his birthday. Like, cause she, we, like we split the I have half the birthday, she has half. And I think that's what they're doing in their half. But, I, dude, I love monster trucks, man. I really do. 
I've never seen them, but it's just like I've always kind of wanted to experience a monster truck rally. I think it'd be cool to at least see it once. I just don't think Caitlin wants to hang out with us after the show. I don't think she wants to be social with us. I don't. Th- I think she. I'm the, the one. I invited you guys over. <laughs> I, but I think she wants to, and then we do the show, and then she gets like, "Oh my god, I've had enough of Logan and Trent." No, I. <laughs> and then I and then it's of you. And then she's probably she's probably concerned that any if we all hang out outside of the show on Monday nights, she's probably concerned that Cody the alcoholic is going to show up. <laughs> And she wants no part of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame her. You know, after what Cody was acting like last week, I don't really want Cody to show up. Well, either. and Trent wants to hang out, I think, but I, I can't believe he wouldn't get nervous. I mean, if I was Trent, I would be so nervous hanging out with Caitlin because <laughs> you never know. G-Man the alcoholic be around the corner at any second with a fucking crowbar. Man, I'm telling you, I got to go buy myself uh, one of those like high school hockey helmets with the full front <laughs> mask just to wear it when he's around. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I guess I better get into the story because we are on a schedule with Jeremy Spencer. He'll be calling in here in a little bit. So, and I, I really was contemplating. I, I did. I, I was like, should I tell the story? Should I not tell the story? What do you mean? You always have to tell the story on the crash report. I know, but it's it's. Oh my god! I, I you know I'm so down to talk about my personal life on the show, but this is like uh, this is a, like it's not that it's too personal to talk about, but it involves other people. And I thought, well. Should I, do I bring them in and, and tell this story? And then something happened today and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm so pissed off. Uh I'm going to tell the story. Caitlin will recall a few months ago, myself, my kid, you and G-Man the alcoholic, we went out to dinner Mm -hmm. here in town at the Mexican restaurant. Yep. I think it was the first time you had met him. My son. No, I met your son at his Oh, the birthday party. party, That's right. So, do you recall the haircut? And I was very irritated. I forget what it looks like, but I do remember, like, that there was, like, you had a problem with it, but oh, I can't yeah. remember what it was. Well, he had a haircut that looked like, he looked like, uh, you know, Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. I mean, straight up okay. fucking <laughs> put a bowl on his head and start cut. And that was from his babysitter. Okay. Oh. Wait, his babysitter cuts his hair, or was that a mistake? That was something that should have never happened. Did oh. she get permission to do it? No. She just did it on They just her cut own. his hair, yeah. <gasps> That's why I almost canceled on you guys, because I was so embarrassed for, for my son. I didn't even want to go in public. It was that fucked up of a haircut. Well, oh that's why gosh. they make hats, dude. You know, to throw on a hat. You know, uh, he didn't, I, you know, I don't have just hats laying around for him. And God forbid he can't wear one of my hats. I mean, they're too big. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he'd drown. In my, I put I'll my hat on hat. him before, and he, like, drowns in him. Uh, you know, if he if he ever fits into your hat, I'll be surprised that he really took over the gene of having a big-ass hat. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but, so, this was months ago. I mean, this was, uh, Jesus, I don't know, September, mm-hmm. October. This is so long ago. And this is why I wanted to cut the alcoholic here, so he can verify that I am not exaggerating. And this is why I didn't want to tell the story, because it is about the babysitter. Oh. But it's so fucked up, dude. It pissed me off to no end. Well, this is why we don't try to do name drops or anything. Yeah, right? this is why we don't do name drops. Because, they, they, look, before I get into this, they, they, do, they did take good care of him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, it's not like he was in a bad, bad place. It was nothing like that. But So they cut his hair without permission, and it was a horrible haircut. And if they would have said, hey, can we, you mind if we cut his hair? And it was a fucked up haircut. I couldn't have been mad at anyone other than myself for allowing them to do it. Yeah. So I called her a couple of days later. It happened, I think, on a Friday, and I called her Sunday. And Cody, the alcoholic, was with me. He heard the whole thing. 
And all I said was, hey, it's probably for the best that, that, you know, that you don't cut his hair again. That is all that I said. And so she went off on this fucking tirade about, you know, uh, how I, myself and his mother are trying to raise him to be this little punk rock kid. And he is a farmer and, you know, he is a farm kid through and through. And she was so offended that, cause what happens is I, uh, sometimes when I, uh, pick my kid up from his mom's, when it's my turn for the week, it's in the morning. So he goes straight to the, he go, I pick him up and I take him to the babysitters. Right. And his mom will put a mohawk. I uh, should give him a mohawk. And she goes, I think, I think the kid looks awesome with the mohawk. Fuck yeah. So the babysitter <laughs> goes, I can't believe that his mother has the audacity to send him over here with a mohawk looking so stupid. And it's she's a, it's, going, it's a kid. What is he? I know he's what? Two years old. He's two. He'll yeah. be, he'll be three in a few weeks. And, and she goes, you know, and mind you, these, these, this family is, they are so religious and then, then they're so far up Trump's ass. I'm talking like they literally just put a new Trump flag in her yard a few weeks ago. It's like, dude, you're about six months too late. But <laughs> Dude, it, it's unbelievable the Trump support out here, I will say. Oh, it, it, it really is unbelievable. No matter what side you're on, it's like, dude, the election was months ago. Yeah. You didn't win. Get over it. But so, and yeah, you know, so his mother needs to be saved because how dare she put a mohawk on, on him? And, you know, this, and, and, and oh, yeah, we go out in public. We take him with us and we, he gets made fun of. People look at him and laugh. And it's like, no, people are probably looking at you guys and laughing. Uh, to be fair, they do go to Amish country. So, yeah, you go to Amish country with a mohawk. I mean, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, you stand out like a sore thumb in Amish country, no matter what you are. If you're like, I was just like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, you do stand out like a sore thumb in Amish country, as uh, Trent just said. Yeah, country. Country. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so then, you know, and I wasn't going to say all this, but you know what? I just decided lately, screw it. I'm just going to say how I feel because I am so sick of these communists about to take over our country. And she's going on and on and on. And I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. And then she, she literally just hangs up the phone. Right. And I am not exaggerating. It went from, Hey, you probably shouldn't cut my kid's hair to communists running the fucking country. And my, my baby mom is a Satanist and this whole fucking thing. Right. And and the funny part is like you're actually pretty nice about the situation. I was so nice, so nice. And Cody can tell. I mean, Cody was there when I made the phone call. He heard this whole thing because he's looking at me. We were in the car, you know, and it was on Bluetooth. He's looking at me the whole time. Like uh, we are both like trying not to laugh. It was so funny. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say like you you you're making this sound like you're so angry, but oh, it sounds because, hilarious. Well, this is just the beginning of the story. Okay. Because this was months ago. Yeah, right, right. And yeah, so she's going off on this whole thing, and then she just hangs up the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Never gave me a chance to, to say anything. Right, yep. So then, uh, you know, we, whatever, she, we, we somewhat make up, I guess, and she apologizes. Her excuse was that, and mind you, this is a 50-year-old woman. I was on my period. Okay, one, I don't want to hear about your fucking period. And for two... That is not a fucking excuse to, I mean, just, I mean, tell me what a fucking piece of shit I am, what a piece of shit his mom is. And I told her, I said, I don't ever want to hear you talk about his mom ever again, because you don't, you don't know her. 
I mean, you, you, she's not wrong. You know, sometimes I'm sure she can be a little bit of a bitch, but. Oh, dude, the, the way yeah. she acted, and I'm talking she was pissed. I bet you if it was an in-person thing, I mean, her face had to be so fucking red. She was so pissed. And so she just hangs up, and then, you know, she, oh, I was on my period, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well, what the fuck? Happened? Honestly, this whole time, I was expecting your babysitter to be like, you know, 20, maybe 20, yeah, 20 22 years God, old in college, just babysitting for extra money. Yeah, I wish, man. Find a nice little single college girl. Oh, yeah. I'm all down for the crib cock. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to come babysit my kid? And then, you know, then it turns into a porno when he goes to bed. <laughs> um, and there's a college right down the road for me. So it's like perfect. Yeah, you're right. You know, give him a little extra money for that, you know, porn hub. Yeah, action. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we could even role play. Uh, hey, step sis. You know, like first, oh, yeah. she's the babysitter all day. <laughs> hey, thank you. know, hey, thanks for taking care of my kid. Let me go put him to bed. Hang on. Let me let me get him to bed and then I'll pay you. And then I'll go put him to bed and come out. Hey, stepsis. <laughs> the roles just totally change as soon as he falls asleep. Uh, so anyways, so ever since then, from, from that point, you know, August, September, whenever that was, leading up to now, it's been very awkward uh, going over there. Very uncomfortable. And she has been avoiding me like the plague. Cause they, so, so they have eight kids. So there's, but I think six of them live there. So at any given time, you have all these different people there. And so when I would go drop them off, one of the kids would come out and get them. When I go to pick them up, one of the kids would bring them out. She would do whatever she could to avoid me. So then the past like month or so, they have been bailing on me at the last minute. You know, they'll watch them Thursday and then be like at the very last second, hey, we can't watch them tomorrow. And then it kind of puts me in a pinch. So uh, this week, uh, just Thursday night, I get a text from one of their daughters and she goes, Hey, my parents lost your phone number. They got new phones. Uh, we, they can't watch them tomorrow. If you need to sit her, you know, blah, blah, you can go to our grandparents, blah, blah, blah. The one girl's there. So I said, okay, cool. I'll do that. And I would, I was thinking, well, wait a second. If they don't have my phone number, why wouldn't they just ask you? They're telling you to text me cause they don't have my number. Why wouldn't they just ask you to get my number back? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, that literally makes no sense. Right. So I was a little sketched out then. And, but I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. We'll take them to your, to your grandparents. This is to the daughter. And the next morning, I dropped my kid off. And I had this like feeling in my stomach all day. I was like, something's going to happen. And my mom calls me. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, did you... Uh, did, did you say to your kid that the babysitters are garbage? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. And I said, well, I said, I don't think I said that. But that certainly does sound like something I would say. And I guess what had happened was on Thursday when, when he was over there, he was playing with their one son, and he looked at that boy, and my kid was like, Daddy said, you guys are garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> well, right. The, I, I, I told him on that. Yeah. I said, I don't think I said it, but if I did, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be inaccurate. And so, but, but what happened was the, the babysitter, the main babysitter, she called my mom and told her how deeply offended they were and you know, they're going on and on. And I guess she told the one boy, do not tell your sisters because they will be so crushed. 
Okay, for one, if you're fucking offended by a fucking two-year-old, I mean, you, give me a fucking break, man. You got bigger problems than that. Uh, and 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 two, he's a fucking two-year-old. I mean, I you know maybe I did say that. I don't think I did because I I watch what I say when he's around because I know he's a parrot. You know what I mean? I say something. He yeah. fucking repeats. I mean, every time I'm on the phone with you, you're just like, bro, can't can't be cussing. No, yeah. Ash was in the car, bro. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, that's just, I mean, he's, he's a little kid. That's how he is. But still, first, they disrespected you. Oh, I know. And, like, you're, like, the family. I know. Like. I know. And then they, and she calls my mom, and she goes, I, I figured I'd let you handle this with Logan. You know, like, I'm fucking eight years old or something. So. I did find that weird that they called your mom. This is like, it's, what? Yeah. That's so stupid. So. Fucking, uh, I, I, I decide to call her that day and tell her, hey, we're going to move on. I found a new babysitter, whatever. And, of course, she doesn't answer the phone. So I leave a voicemail, and I never heard back all weekend. And then I walk in to get a haircut today, okay? And it's like I can't escape this. And, and, it's, and it's come full circle because it started with a haircut, and then what really threw me over the edge today was I got a fucking haircut when I was getting my haircut. Mm-hmm. So I walk into the salon, and the woman that cuts my hair, she goes, hey, this is the first thing she says to me. She goes, hey, what's your babysitter's name? Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. So I tell her her name, and she's like, yeah, I had to call her and reschedule her appointment because I guess now the babysitter gets her haircut there, I guess. I can't, I mean, which is mind-blowing, because I don't go to a Christian hair, hair salon, <laughs> and they're very religious. Yeah, Christian hair salon, is there Christian barbers out there? Probably, but yeah, I mean, this is how <laughs> this is how whacked out they are. When when I had my kid's first birthday party, Caitlin was here. Mm-hmm. She she wasn't here when I said that, when I had this discussion, but I was talking to the, the, the babysitter's husband, and he asked why I got out of radio, like terrestrial radio. Okay. And, and you know, what kind of style i liked <laughs> and i told him i said well you know i'm a big howard stern fan uh-huh. and he wrapped up the conversation he walked away right because i said howard stern and he got so just oh. um, you know yeah any, any, anything howard stern related they're not going to be a fan of yeah and then I, I would send him over there you know with a guns and roses shirt on or you know a queen shirt that probably really pissed him off because <laughs> queen's a rock band and freddie mercury is a homeless was a homosexual right so they, that's fucking really you know they're all anti that shit over there but anyways so i guess my uh hairstylist had to call and rescheduled the babysitter's appointment. And she didn't answer, of course. And I guess the, then one of the other employees called to make sure that my babysitter got the message that her appointment was was uh, postponed. And the husband answered the phone and I guess was like so pissed off that they had to reschedule the appointment. And he was like, she won't be coming back in. And it's like, oh my God, what the fuck's wrong with these people? Oh my God. Yeah, so I get in the car afterwards and I said, you know what, I'm just going to call him. And I wasn't even going to be a dick. I, I was like, I'm going to call the babysitter right now. And I'm just going to tell her, hey, you know, we're going to move on. Because she was also mm-hmm. complaining to my mom the other day. It's such a burden. And, and I, can't, I can't clean the house. And I can't homeschool the kids. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. She's not, she don't even watch them. It's the kids that take care of my kid. She don't even have a fucking clue. I can't believe how many kids this 
these people have. Oh, I know. So like eight kids. I know. Can you imagine by like a water slide down there? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like it's like, dude, uh, do Catholics and Christians just don't believe in condoms or something? Is that, is that how it goes? <laughs> well, so uh, fucking dude. So I call. Mind you, keep in mind they lost my number, right? Mm-hmm. I call the babysitter. She don't answer, of course. So I leave another voicemail. Then her husband texts me. Hey, we're in Youngstown right now. Did you guys need something? Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. I thought you didn't have my number. Neither of you guys had my number. One, how did you just text me just now? And how did you know that I just called your wife? Uh You know what I mean? I caught him fucking red-handed, a fucking lie. <laughs> they, and, just, they went, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, I didn't even text back because I don't even know what to say. I don't know if I come at them in an, you know, and, and call them out on their bullshit or I don't know what to do. And I, I seriously, I, and this like is, is a huge bummer to me because when I found it, they were like the world's greatest babysitters. Seriously. I mean, hmm. he would be bathed. He would be fat. I mean, but above and beyond what a normal babysitter should do. And, they got so offended about the haircut thing. And now it's just this whole avoid me and, and you know, let's bail on Logan at the last minute. And this is why I fucking hate people that are over the top religious because they're all full of shit. Yeah. The people that preach it the most are so fucking full of shit, man. I'm telling you. And they're the most judgmental. So judgmental. I mean, so fucking judgmental. And it's, it's, uh, now supposedly I did not hear this, but, uh, I didn't hear it myself, but I, I heard it from uh, a friend of mine who has a lot of tattoos. He, (laughs) he met them and supposedly they started grilling him about like, who are these? You're not God. You don't get to judge people. I know they started grilling him about the tattoos and are you religious and are you, are you must worship Satan or what, whatever the fuck they were. That's not their spewing. place to say I, that. I know. I know. I know. That's, that's how it fucking is over there. And, and it's, uh, oh my God, I'm so fed up. With it. I didn't even want to tell the story, but I had to get it off my chest because yeah. that really just fucking pissed me off. How long have you like, known them? Uh, they started, I think babysitting, um, right when I moved here. So like September, 2019. So, and, and that's the hard part is that my kid, you know, he loves them. And I think that, I think both sides, you know, they're attached to him and he's kind of attached to them. So I feel bad because it's almost like breaking up with your girlfriend or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your kid gets close to someone and then you, you know, you just fucking throw a wrench in that. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's fucking bullshit. I mean, there's, there's no way around it. I mean, it really fucking pissed me off. Yeah, absolutely. Am I, I mean, am I'm I, pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is my anger justified? I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so. That's not their yeah. place. And they, I'm sure they like met you before they started babysitting him. Oh, yeah. So if they didn't like you then, like, why would they just go, like. I know. They, I think what, I think this is what they think happens. I pick him up and we come back to my house and it's fucking. I don't know, Howard Stern on the TV and heavy metal fucking blaring and, and Queen, you know, there's a homosexual. Right. There's a homosexual's music playing in the house. And, you know, that's probably what it is. I'm telling you, man, it fucking pissed me off. And yeah. I'm, I'm so sick of it. And I'm so glad. That, and look, let me get to all the whole religion thing. I think it's cool. Look, and you know, the, I think that the new babysitter, I think, is, is somewhat religious. I think my mom mm-hmm. met her in church. And I think that it's great. To have a, uh, you know, a wholesome 
babysitter, you know, wholesome influences, Mm -hmm. things like that. But I, you know, I don't think you should be pushing any of that on a two-year-old. And I'm not saying they pushed religion on him, but it does really irritate me that my kid can, who cannot read, he's two, but he can clearly read a Trump 2020 sign. And that really fucking irritates me because, you know, it just, it would irritate me if it was Biden. It would irritate me if anything. I don't think you should be pushing politics on, 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 uh, on a kid. I mean, I just don't, Yeah. you know, and all that kind of shit. I, I agree with you too. It's just like they should never be brought up to any kid until like, you know, late way later in life when they're like in their teens, that's when you start talking about politics. I find myself I wasn't interested in politics at all. And the older I get, I the more I find myself interested in, in you know, current affairs, what's going mm-hmm. on in the world. But you know, I've never been into politics, but it's like I'm almost it's like it, it sucks me in because like I can't fucking escape it the older I get. Well, and you can't look away now because I mean it's fucking something going on every day. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. I mean I thought last week though that uh that you know the Derek Chauvin trial, the guy that killed George Floyd, I was like, man, if he gets found not guilty on any of these, the world is gonna fucking burn to the ground. So mm-hmm. <laughs> luckily Luckily, it all worked out. But now you got a whole new thing with Columbus. I mean, give me a break, man. Yeah, it's 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 a never ending cycle. It's always something new. Always, it's uh, it's fucking. It's just tiring after a while. So come on, can oh, we it is. get done with this? <laughs> I'm curious. You know, Jeremy Spencer's going to be on here in a few minutes, and I'm curious. You know, he became a cop. You know, he left Five Finger Death Punch, becomes a cop. Now he's just like a. I think it's like a reserve police officer. He's not actually like. He's not going to pull you over over there. He don't even live there. It's a, he's a cop in Indiana, and I think he lives in Vegas. But he's just he's a police officer. But I wanted to ask him. You know, I was going to ask him about uh, being a cop in, in the 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 world that we live in today, where it's fucking you know everybody hates the police. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it must be super interesting to be a police officer in Vegas. Also, it's just such a crazy town to begin with. Oh yeah, I mean, well, he's a police officer in Indiana though. Oh, in, so he has oh, no jurisdiction, oh. jurisdiction in Vegas? No. No, and I don't really know if it was... That's what I want to ask him. I don't really get it because he's not on the force. Like, if you're in Indiana yeah. in his town and you're speeding or something, he's not going to pull you over. It's somebody else. He don't yeah. even live there. like, what does he do? So I don't know if it was just like a, let me kind of give back... Because it's in his hometown, I think. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like a, let me give back to my hometown kind of thing or or what it was. I think he did say he was supposed to go over there and, and do, like, regular police duties. But then COVID hit, and he decided he wanted to play the role of Devil Daddy instead in his new band, Psychosexual. <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather play the role of Devil Daddy than some officer. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, especially today. I mean, goddamn, you have just the uniform on, you leave somebody alone, and they're still going to come after you. I think either way, you can get some women, though. Either in the police uniform or looking like the devil, I think there's uh, there's someone out there for each end. Oh, know? definitely. I mean, although I don't know. You'd be on Tinder, and there's a lot of girls that say uh, absolutely no cops and absolutely no military. I don't understand the military thing. I, I I don't. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's it's there, dude. I'm telling you. Huh. These fucking uh, people just don't fucking appreciate anything anymore at all. At all. You know, it's pathetic. But anyways, I guess let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, we'll be back with Jeremy Spencer, uh, former drummer of Five Finger Death Punch, current frontman of Psychosexual, and uh, a lot of other things. Cop making uh, horror slash softcore pornos all sorts of stuff and uh hopefully we can get cody the alcoholic on the line because i don't know about you guys but i feel like i am owed an apology 
Yeah. From Cody. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. I think so. I think he owes it. And that's, yeah. you know, he told me he had to work tonight. But I suspect he's not actually working. He just didn't want to be here. He's, he's working on getting drunk again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Working on that alcohol intake. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, uh, we'll be right back. Uh, hang on. Like and subscribe to the show so we can spam the notifications with new episodes, clips, and some BS you don't care about. We're back to the Crash Report. Caitlin said that she had to put makeup on because she knew she was going to be on camera today and she thought she looked so disgusting when she saw the video last week. Yeah. She's crazy. I'll tell you what, I've been killing on the YouTube lately. I posted like almost every day last week. Nice. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wow. Hey, you could turn me up, by the way. I don't hear any of your voices. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. She thought she looked all gross on camera. I'm like breaking out a lot lately, so I was like, "Ooh, they cover it up." Oh, you know, I didn't say it on here, but I told Kaylin she don't she don't need makeup. You know, she's beautiful without <laughs> it. Yeah, there we go. Trying trying to get some. I think you need to start adding like a flirt counter onto the video. I really should. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for the time being, we could just roll with a little like. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Spencer. Former drummer of uh, Five Finger Death Punch, current frontman of Psychosexual. Uh, let me see. Let me get him full. There we go. Let's see. Jeremy, what's going on, man? Can you hear us all right? Yeah. How's everyone doing? Good. Doing good, man. Hey, thanks for uh, being here. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So I got to tell you, man, I am so pissed that this got booked so uh, last minute. We only confirmed Friday. And when I was doing research for this, I was like, my God, there's so much interesting stuff with this guy. And I really wanted a chance to read your book. But unfortunately, I didn't have time. We just set it up a few days ago. But my God, man, you've got uh, you've, you've had quite the life. Lots of stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, like to stay busy, like to just be creative all the time and do whatever's stimulating at the time, you know? I heard that you're uh, you're halfway done with the second book. I know you kind of shelved it, but you're like halfway done with another book, right? Yeah, I, I didn't feel like completing it and going through the uh, having to promote it process. You know, it's just after leaving the band, it was too new and I needed a break from everything in that camp and uh, to get my life straightened out as far as physically and, you know, just some mental decompression after being in such a crazy rise to a you know and that band was pretty big man so oh yeah it was, it was time to <laughs> step off the train for me and get my back fixed and just do some uh reassessment well what's crazy is i can't think of a band the last uh, however long other than you got like five finger and and maybe ghost or something where they just got so fucking big so fast um, so, you know, walking away from that, I'm, I'm sure would definitely probably take a toll on you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, uh, it, there was no doubt in my mind it was the right choice. I mean, when your body's not cutting it anymore and you can't do shows the way you used to do it, it's like athletes when they finally 
reach the end of their career. It's like, ah, I still have it here. I just don't have it in the body. So um, it was time to just go address that. And I had a major surgery, which was a big setback for me. And um, it took a, a lot of months to recover from that. But I'm feeling great now. Well, that's good. And, you know, you got this new band that you're fronting now, you know, going from drums and five finger to now fronting psychosexual. And I got to tell you, man, seriously, I was so blown away. I thought it was so fucking cool. And I seen, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, people talking shit and this and that, but it is fucking, uh, I thought it was so cool, dude. And the, the video uh, for your latest single, I thought was, was awesome. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a cool, it's, it's total 180 from five finger, but it's, it's pretty cool, man. And I heard you guys already have, uh, like five albums in the can, right? I know your album wow. unholy hymns for the children comes out May 14th, but you have five albums already ready to go. Yeah. Um, we've just been working about five days a week in the studio because you can't tour. Everyone's tr trapped from the pandemic, which it's been a horrible thing, but a blessing at the same time, because it's really forced us to, to just be under lock and key, man, in the woodshed and working. And we like to do that. And, um, you know, what I've learned in the past is once you're touring, you don't want to work on material while you're on the road. And when you get off the road, you want to rest. You don't want to, you don't want to write and record a record then either. And, uh, that was the schedule in, in death punch. It was tour, record to a record to a record no breaks so i was like i have to take a break and if you guys don't want to then i understand but i gotta step off the train so that's what i did but now that you can't do anything and all you do is go home at night after we just go to the studio and work our asses off so we've accumulated lots of material and um it's going to be helpful because we won't have to break momentum and if we do want to break momentum we can actually rest instead of have to get right back in the studio I feel like that's how a lot of most of the bands I love, that's what they do. They always tour for like a good year or two, and then they'll take a year break to just record. And then they're, it's like a never ending cycle. And it's going to be a grueling process for sure. Yeah. And we never took that long. I mean, we were in the studio a couple months or we would break it up, do some recording, then go back out on tour and then come back and finish it up. So, uh, but you know, with this band, it's just work every day. So we're cranking it out pretty fast. And I, I love it that way because you just kind of document what you're feeling at the time and then move on. And it's, it's turning out to be pretty eclectic and all over the map and a lot of fun. So it's not like it's all going to be devil from hell or, um, so if, if you like that song, that's cool, but there's way more to it than, than just that style. What I found real interesting is, uh, I was watching a, another interview with you and, and you had said that you have, uh, I don't know if you're working on it, if it's already done, but there, you guys were going to do a cover album. Um, and all the songs were about, uh, stalking. Um, yeah, it's done. <laughs> I, I, temporary, I released it, um, temporarily and then pulled it right away. Like I did with some of the other older material, because once devil from hell happened, it was, it was obvious that that needed to be, the debut and the first thing that people really pay attention to. Like I never, when we threw songs up before, it was just on Spotify with little to no promotion. Um, so I was like, okay, I want to do this right. And devil from hell is the obvious first thing that people need to, to hear in my opinion. So let's start over. It's so new. It's my label. There's no rules who gives a shit. So that's kind of what we did. 
I wonder if you could do like a deep dive on YouTube or anywhere to still find that songs. Can you? I mean, it wasn't out for very long, right? When you originally posted that stuff. It wasn't out long at all. No, I, I, you know, the only videos you'll find of any old material or like reaction videos of people just dogging it and stuff like that, which <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious that people waste their time on that shit. But well, and it's know, crazy because, you know, now, I mean, there's so much negativity. And then, you know, even with when, you know, with Five Finger, that that band gets so much hate. And uh, it's like Nickelback, you know what I mean? Nickelback is so huge, but yet everybody talks shit. And it's like, well, you know what? Take a look at their ticket sales. And then, you know, you know what I mean? Explain that one to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I didn't yeah, understand. We, oh, sorry, man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go go for it. Uh, I was going to say, like, I don't understand where this hate comes from. Like, it just it just becomes a cool thing to hate on on Five Finger or Nickelback. Like, it doesn't make sense on where it exactly came from to me. I can't figure it out. Well, we kind of entered in right as that stuff was being was popular, like uh, comment boards and shit talking that was all that was the new thing um the rise of the internet baby that's right death punch was and nickelback probably the two most hated bands of the past two decades oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah i've heard everything there is to hear i i don't give a fuck what people say i mean it's if it's funny and creative on their dogging i think that that's cool and entertaining but i really don't even read comments if if they're good i i don't want to know what anyone thinks about me good or bad because if you read your own press clippings, if somebody's hyping it, I think that's bad. And if you buy into the negative bullshit, I think that's bad too. Just do what you want to do. And it, what you think of me is none of my fucking business. And we all get what we need out of it. You get off hating on it. I get off making music. So <laughs> I could give a shit. Yeah, and, and, you know, everybody's talking shit. Well, you, you know, I mean, you're the one getting, you're probably getting a decent paycheck too, you know, <laughs> making money. And they're sitting there just talking shit about a band that, you know. Let's put it this way. Do you think Lars Ulrich goes on comment boards and dogs bands? I doubt it. <laughs> exactly. Anyone that's successful does not do that. People that aren't successful that are frustrated with themselves do that. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. And that, I, I have empathy for that. At the same time, it's a little gross and it's bad practice, but they get off on the juice, the adrenaline from the hate. And so good. They're getting something out of my music, which is they get the hate on it and they get the juice from it. I don't give a shit. You're just keeping me in the press. So <laughs> right. go, go ahead knock yourself out. Call me whatever the fuck you want. I, it makes no difference to me. So in psychosexual, you know, obviously when, even when you were in five finger, you would do the whole face paint thing and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, now, uh, what is, I think this is, uh, there's no mask, right? It's just like a prosthetic and then a, a ton of makeup. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. It's a prosthetic piece for the nose and the cheekbones. And then the rest is all airbrush. So, you know, you, you portray this character, Devil Daddy. And, you know, what, what is the, the inspiration or the, the origin behind that character? Well, I started doing music in my home studio where I would just write songs on a keyboard and put my vocals on it. And it was more synth based, like 80s, new wavy kind of stuff, like Gary Newman. Uh, Way different vibe. And then I started thinking, I want to put a band together and do darker, heavier music. I, I kind of miss the live setting. So it, I needed to find a look that we haven't seen a million times. And I didn't want to stand up there and be normal because we've seen that a million times, but I've also never seen a devil frontman ever. So I'm like, shit, I'll do that. I'll be the devil. 
<laughs> I don't know why nobody's done it, but I, I, um, well, actually, I do know why because if you do the prosthetic and makeup process, it fucking sucks. But it does. <laughs> it, it, the, the end result of the look is pretty interesting to look at. I, I made the joke earlier in, in the in the show saying I'm surprised cancel culture doesn't come after you for literally being a devil on the stage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cancel culture is running rabid these days, man. I. I pray to try to get canceled. Come after me. <laughs> because I, I can't wait for that. I'm going to push every button that you can possibly fucking push. We haven't even started yet. <laughs> I thought, uh, no, I thought the video was great. And it's, uh, you know, it's like bringing the, you know, at, at least that video, obviously, uh, you know, I don't know what's all on the record, but you know, that it's almost bringing the, the fun, the party, the, the sex, everything back into rock and roll, which is like, it's almost like, frowned upon these days to to be to do anything like sexual and it's you know this and that and it's it's a fucking mess man it really is it's so funny because cardi b's wop is the biggest thing on the oh, planet, i know but, I, but you can't do it in rock and roll oh no 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 not in rock where it fucking all is about debauchery it always has been it's now it's the stiffest safest generic genre of all turn on the radio what do you hear 10 bands that sound the same and if you walk down the fucking sidewalk and tripped over those guys you wouldn't know who the fuck they were because they're not rock stars there's no characters there's no personalities when's the last time there was a rock star i know seriously there and there's, there's hardly any modern day rock stars and you know i am curious uh we had uh, steel panther on the show a while back and we were talking about cancel culture because obviously Steel Panther is is a target uh, because of of what they are. Yeah. And you know, he, Stick it was Sticks the drummer, and he had said that he feels like you know if the world was like a pendulum, and you know it's all the way to one side now, and you know eventually he hopes that it'll go back, you know, in the middle where everybody's a little more calm. Do you think yeah, that it will? You it think will. so? It yeah, I mean, right now it's 1950 again, but we'll bring it back. You need what happened? Dangerous rockers started coming out of the like Elvis and shit. With, well, real dangerous, right? But back then, what do you mean he's shaking his hips? That's fucked. You can't do that. Yeah. But it, it, it needs danger again, and that you know. But it also needs to be fun. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to be mayhem or a fucking black metal band even though i like listening to some of that stuff that's not what i want to do every day sure but i think that it needs to there needs to be some envelope buttons pushed and the envelope needs to be pushed it's what happened to danger and rock it's fun man when, when motley crew and shit was out back in the day that was fun well and <laughs> what blows my mind the top and they were fun what blows my mind is like going back to the wop thing it's like you know if if if, if that song was, if it was a, from a male artist, that song would be deemed so uh, misogynistic and so offensive. And, you know, but it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's like a, this weird, uh, like double standard almost these days, you know, and I don't think it's right. Yeah. It's whatever people want what they want. So if it's not lining up with what they believe, then it's wrong. And yeah. Fuck you. Who cares? But that's kind of always how it's been. It's just now that people can voice it on Twitter. And they're all but the right. keyboard fucking pussies, man. Every one of them. Uh, going back to the prosthetics, you know, I uh, my day job is in the music industry, and I worked with this band called Lordy. Uh, I don't know if you know Lordy from Finland. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, from I hear that it takes them, you know, hours to 
get their whole fucking get up together. And it's got to be such a pain in the ass. I mean, obviously, I don't think you guys haven't had a chance to to play live because of the pandemic. But uh, you guys just did a live stream, I think, right? That was like your first show. Yeah, we've done lots of um, filming and we've been dressed up numerous times. And it is a pain in the ass. When I first started figuring out how to do the makeup, it was like six hours. And I was like, this will never work. This is Jim Carrey and the Grinch, man. I can't do this. (laughs) Right. So now we figured out how to cut corners and I can do it in a little over an hour. Um, it's You can get away with more flaws on a stage than you can on a fucking 8K video shoot. <laughs> sure. Where everything is magnified and you, there, you, there's no room for flaws. But, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge. I always have chosen it chosen things that are difficult even a death punch i was painting up wearing costumes wearing fucking masks during the drum solo where it creeps up under your eyes and you can't see the cowbell and it's fucking <laughs> clanking and making mistakes and shit all over the place but the great is nobody know, notices uh, those mistakes half the time anyways it's, it's show business man it's uh, it's about theater theater good times big larger than life spectacle shit like I, I just think it's missing and i think we need it back is it weird going from, you know, being behind the kit to now, you know, being center stage? And I, I guess it's, you know, maybe not the best question because you haven't played live, but is it, I mean, it, even just recording and stuff, I mean, it's got to be, I mean, obviously it's a totally different process for you. So it's, you I, know. I enjoy it. I'm learning as I go, you know, I mean, I, I'm not a singer. I'm a character. Um, it's different. I just, it's all about portraying a vibe and a painting a fantasy and a story and uh, trying to have like some kick-ass world-class voice i'm who am i kidding i'm not going to be that guy i'm a fucking baritone vocalist that sings low um it, but i i do it to the best of my ability and i'm learning how to do it better each and every time i do it but it's all about the show man the character the whole vibe more than it is Ooh, he was flat on that note a little bit. He needs to take lessons. Like, I don't give a fuck. I, right. It's not about that for me. What I found so uh, fascinating is that uh, you come from a family of, of showbiz, pretty much. I mean, your your father, he was a, a, a he was an author and a songwriter, and, a, and I think he was a record producer, too, right? Didn't he do one of, uh, like, Hank Jr.'s albums or something? Yeah, he was credited with being an associate producer on that, but he was he was more of a songwriter and he had some minor success and he's written books and shows play like musicals and shit. So my mom was always a musical. She was a music professor. My sister was a director. So yeah. In the family. Uh-oh, we're having some uh, connection issues here. Let's see. I don't know if we, uh, you got love technology. See, I, think, I think we got him. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear us? All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. A fucking Zoom, man. I tell you, it's, I hate Zoom with a passion. I, I don't think we've ever done a, an interview where there's never some sort of issue. Um, that's all right. We're back. But now, yeah, that's. Uh, are your parents both still alive? Yeah, uh, my dad's was in town here today and just left. But uh, yeah, they're older. My mom's pushing eighty. My dad's seventy four. So they're still they're kicking. They're doing good. I know that, you know, unfortunately your, your sister, I think passed away in what, 2018 from, from cancer. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, curious because uh, I believe that's when you, le- right, right around the time you left five finger, did that, you know, obviously the, you know, the back issues and stuff, but did your sister passing away have anything to do with your decision to leave the band? 
Oh, sure it did. Yeah, because she died from stress. That's what caused that cancer. And it's a stressful business, the music business. And, you know, so is the acting world, too. Um, but I was like, there's no amount of stress. There's no amount of money that's worse than the stress that's going to jeopardize my health or my happiness. So while the paycheck was nice and the crowds were nice and I got to experience a lot of great stuff, it was also so equally as stressful and taxing and hard. And it was time to, it was enough. I mean, I, 14 years of anything, I don't give a fuck if it's the best thing every second for 14 years, you're going to burn out on it. Oh, absolutely. So add being older, traveling, being with jaded assholes that all wanted their way. We all did. I'm an equal jaded asshole as the rest of the guys. So <laughs> no, I'm not pointing anyone out. I point my the finger at myself as much as anyone. But, you know, if we started at 22, it might have been different. We started at fucking, I got signed at 34. So wow. that's a little different. Yeah. We're setting our ways going into it. The one thing that I found so wild and, and was was that your old band, uh, I think, was it was your old band called Cornucopia, I think, and you guys opened for Pantera on the Cowboys from Hell tour. That's that's insane. Yeah, I couldn't believe Somebody that. Somebody sent when I me read that, that flyer today, actually. What's that? Somebody sent me that flyer today. Oh, no like, kidding. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that that had to be an experience because I mean, you were just a kid, right? I think you you uh, had like just graduated high school at that time. I think I was still 17 maybe or 17 or 18 and uh yeah it was a trip they were on i think they were on the last show of the cowboys tour and it finished up in my state of indy indiana and we got to see them fucking rock this little club called the ritz and they tore it apart it was great that's wild man i mean that's uh i think a lot of people they didn't get to see pantera they wish they could have seen them and then a lot of bands are like you know it would have been so cool to play with pantera yeah, just watching back on their home videos and their and listening to their albums, it's it's just they destroyed everyone, man. You cannot fuck with that band. Their grooves were incredible, and it's like meant for live show moshing, smash each other. It was it was they were the shit, man. I, I really miss that band, and they're one of my favorites. Well, and you know, now, uh, you became uh, a few years ago, you became a police officer and, and, uh, was it your hometown or like a, like a suburb of your hometown or something? It was uh, right outside my hometown. Yeah. My buddies, um, were in the police department and they were like, Hey, if you want to come do the testing and spend a week or so, and if, if you pass, we can probably get you sworn in as a release uh, reserve police officer. And I was like, shit, man, that, that would be different and interesting and let's try it. So I went and I studied my ass off and passed the test, got sworn in. And then right after kind of went in from my back surgery. Um, then I was down for six to eight months and then the COVID shits kicked in and then they didn't really need me for that. And it was like, it's becoming more and more obvious that it's probably better for me to stay in a charity role for the police department than That's- it is to actually get in the car and go chase meth heads and try to run and tackle someone because my body's just not up to fucking snuff, man. <laughs> well, that, and I, you know, I was going to ask you if, if it's almost a relief that, that you don't have to do that because, you know, with the, the, the day and age that we are in, you know, I, I feel like now more than ever, it's got to be extremely difficult 
um, for for those guys to to and and women to be doing that. I mean, it's this is a wild time right now. Yeah, I mean, certainly what's been going on is unfortunate, but where they are located, it's I mean, the town is probably holds fucking a thousand people. It's tiny, so it's not the same as a big city problem. Um, but you know, anything can happen. A meth head happens to pull out a gun that one time and shoot your kneecap off yeah. then one. so it's like it's, it's probably better for me to just help them with organized charities and uh be available in that role rather than hey dude let's go fucking kick open the door and serve these people warrants you know <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so i my body's just not i i don't think i could run if i had to run after somebody i'd be like see you dude you got away man. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, <laughs> I just can't run, man. It kills my fucking back and my legs, and I'm not. I'm just not young enough anymore. Are you? Uh, you're still working on Lady Killer TV uh, at the moment, too, right? Yeah, we that started as it was going to be a TV series, and then I cannibalized everything and turned them into feature films, and I made three feature films, and um, we're finishing up the audio mix on the third one right now and then they'll all be ready to go. So then I can put them out. Well, finally, it's been such a long fucking deal, but um, it had started as an idea of being a TV series. And then it just changed along the way of let's turn them into film. So we went and shot a bunch of insert shots and added some extra actors and made more of a story out of it than it was originally supposed to be. Um, so it's turned into they're fun movies. I think that they capture a lot of, cool 80s slasher cheesy fun with extra sex you know it's, <laughs> right. it's like the way friday the 13th should have been because there was always fuck scenes in those but they, it was limited you'd see a tit and then they would get killed <laughs> right, these right. are like five minute versions of the you see tits and then there's some killing you know so it's cool so is it, I, i've never seen this i mean is it like uh like people will be like fucking and then just here comes a killer like from around the corner and there's fuck i mean there's fake fucking obviously well right edit, edited in a way to where there's nothing that's offensive about it unless you're offended by boobs <laughs> you know so it's uh and then after that there's some fucking brutal death we went all out on the shit on the killing and it's it's fun it's the way i wanted to always see horror movies as a kid and now i got to do it at an older age so i'm always will be 14 in one way or another <laughs> when when you brought this up logan i i thought about this girl i was talking to a few months ago man and the, like in our first conversation she literally told me she's like oh i get off to horror films <laughs> like literally i was like seriously like you're watching and you you know you want to like touch yourself just like yeah it's like, like well i guess this might be the perfect thing well yeah tell her she's gonna have to check out lady killer tv yeah that's right yeah you're like i love you <laughs> <laughs> Well, and your your business partner, he was like a, a cameraman for Brazzers for like a decade or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how he met all those girls. And um, I could have never got to him as easy as it would have been with without him because they all knew him and they loved him. So he would just hit him up. Hey, I'm doing this thing. Would you be a part of it? Of course. So we ended up getting all these top notch, you know, uh, adult actresses that wouldn't have probably given me the time of day without him. So it turned out good. And then, and you know, a lot of them actually could really act, which was cool. It was a bonus. It wasn't like painful of, 
oh god that was fucking awful like they were good they delivered good performances so they so they act better in lady killer tv than they act in their in their porno films yeah because they're acting in those too you know i talked at length with them about that i'm like how do you guys even get off during that shit and they're like fuck no it's fucking horrible you get there at nine in the morning and it's like you know like so it's it's pretty funny but they they were cool it was a really good time we did we busted our ass man we worked our ass off on these um I'm glad it's finally done because it's been a couple years in the making for me. And I just, I love getting projects accomplished and done. So I'm glad it's just about in the can. So, and who, who's putting, uh, who's putting this out? I think I'm going to end up doing it because if you go through a distributor, not only is it tough because of the porn stigma attached to it, but they're going to take a shitload of the fucking money. And it's like, what the fuck did you guys do? I did. I paid for everything and did it. I, I wrote it, acted in it, co-directed it. I think I'll put it on my own streaming platform and fucking make all the money. Thank you. So um, that's my goal is just to fucking do it myself. I think that's the best way to do it. It's, it's no different than these girls doing OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans is on a platform owned by a, a big company. Right. It's located somewhere out of the U.S., but it's just finding the right streaming platform and putting it on there, but I'm just going to do it myself. Well, in these days, I mean, you can reach so many people, I mean, especially with, with your, you know, just your fan base alone. And then, you know, it seems like, you know, whether it's bands or whatever, going independent is kind of a trend and it's, it's a lot easier these days than it used to be, you know, especially putting out a record or putting out a film like this, you know, it's, it's not like it was. I always hear the joke, you know, people don't need a record label anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's right. (laughs) You don't need no, a record label and a film distributor. You don't need a film distributor either. All they are, they're banks. They're, they give you a loan. I didn't need the loan. I paid. I had the money. I paid for everything. I have full control. I don't want somebody to tell me that they think that I should cut that 17 seconds sooner than it was or fuck off. You know, it's like I, <laughs> right. I want to do it the way I wanted to do it. And uh, labels all they do is give you money and get it maybe get you on a Spotify playlist. I, I don't need that. I can fucking do that myself. Right. <laughs> so it's like, uh, and then you have to give them your masters. What the fuck point is that? Oh, I, I know that like, mind blowing. I paid for it. I did everything, but, and you just want the masters. Well, shit, where do I sign? Sounds like a great deal. <laughs> like, no, I mean, I, I've been through record deals. I've, been fucked on record deals i've made good money on record deals i've I've covered all the gamut of what that's like so now i'll just do it my fucking self you don't need anyone if you're smart and hire some you know you can get people that do label services and hire them independently to help that's good enough you don't need a fucking label well, you know, and you really have done it all. And there was a, a couple things, one in particular that I just found, I mean, really blew my mind when I heard this that I, I really wanted to ask you about. Um, you had, I, I, when, when you were in Five Finger, I think you guys had done a tour in Iraq. And you had, was it, you stayed in one of uh, Saddam's palaces over there? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's fucking crazy. Really- it had gold toilets and shit. I remember sitting at the big table in the dining room eating cocoa puffs at the Saddam's palace. So <laughs> that's kind of cool. How did that even? Uh, I mean, how did that come about? I'm, would somebody bring it up to you, or did you ask? Like, we we always were going to do a military 
tour if we could do it. And then when it presented itself, we didn't know the details, but then it ended up being, hey, you're going to stay at one of Saddam's palaces. You're going to be transported everywhere in armored cars and full body armor. It was wow. insane. And then the shows were fucking crazy because these the soldiers are in the pit with guns and shit on their belts and they're fucking <laughs> knocking the shit out of each other and they're shooting off tanks in the background. It was really cool. It was like some of the strangest yet amazing touring we ever did, man. It was cool. Was it, uh, I mean, was it like freaky and uh, like kind of eerie to, to be there? Yeah, I mean, you feel like, oh, okay, this fucking... You, I mean, shit, we did get shot at when we were up in the planes. We got, the planes got shot at shit. No like, kidding. Like, it's it's real. I mean, it's Oh, dangerous. my God. But we had a blast. It was it was an experience I'll never forget, and we did it twice. So um, those dudes were so excited to just have people back from home there. I mean, it probably could have been, fuck, I, any band performing, and they would have been thrilled. Yeah, um, just looking for but, some entertainment. Yeah, they they, but a lot of these guys were fans of the band and would listen to our stuff when they were out doing their their missions and stuff like that. So, uh, it was it was a great fit. Well, and then uh, when you guys were playing Rock and Ring or Rock and Park, whatever, you guys were, uh, I think it was like you and Zoltan and and uh, Mike Snell. You were detained by the uh, German police for a uh, an international an alleged international weapons violation. Is that right? Yeah, I. I ended up checking Ivan's luggage for him and he always had brass knuckles on his microphone. That's how he held on right. to the microphone. Sure. And, and that's considered a fucking lethal weapon. So of course they found the brass knuckles and my it's checked under my name. So they're waiting for me when we get off the plane. Great. So oh, we get taken to a back room <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, this could go bad. And all, all it really was, was a shakedown. They just wanted money. Sure. So we, we paid a lot of money that we shouldn't have had to pay. And then they let us go. And, uh, there was a story to add to my fucking book and, <laughs> yeah, and, no kidding. and, and interviews like this and cool, but I never fucking checked Ivan's shit again. I can tell you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, you know, it kind of feels like we're, uh, on the home stretch of, of COVID here. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed. But uh, what's next for for Psychosexual once once COVID's over? I mean, you got the new record, Unholy Hymns for the Children, coming out May fourteenth. Obviously, you have four other albums in the can ready to go. Um, so, is it you know is there any sort of timeline on on what the future looks like for Psychosexual? Yeah, we're talking about doing some one off shows in around October. Um, so hopefully, those are going to happen. They're like radio shows and stuff like that. I'll announce it when the time's right. But in the meantime, we're writing and recording just business as usual. And um, we'll film videos, stuff like that. But I'm um, just waiting to be able to announce when we can do a show. I don't think a tour is going to happen this year. I hope it does. But it's, I mean, we're, we're waiting. We're in talks, but who knows if we'll end up getting the slot or not. And if not, that's fine. We'll We'll uh, we'll have even more material by the time we actually tour because I'm putting out another record in November. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, wow. man, you got a lot going on. And when when is uh, do you have a release date for the the Lady Killer TV stuff? I don't. Uh, I'll announce that as soon as I can. Uh, I got that, that's going to be this year, though, right? It is. Yeah, uh, and it, it'll probably be around Halloween time. Oh, okay, I think that, it's appropriate. That's fitting. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Jeremy, uh, where can people find you online? 
just go to psychosexualmusic.com and it has all of our social links there and merch links and stuff. Or if they they want to hit up my um, Instagram, official Jeremy Spencer, pretty easy. Cool. Well, uh, Jeremy, uh, thank you for coming on. Make sure you check out Unholy Hymns for the Children from Psychosexual when it comes out May 14th. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank hey, you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, right, everyone. Yeah, thank you. All right, take care. There he is, guys. Jeremy Spencer. He was a cool guy. Yeah, that was awesome to have him on here and do that. I think that was the first uh, music uh, interview that uh, we've all been a part of. I've done all of them up to this point. Yeah, I guess unless well, you count last week, but that was, you know. Right, whatever. yeah. But, yeah, that's officially like our first time all together with a music artist. Man, he's got mm-hmm. some stories. <laughs> yeah, some really cool stories. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. I'm, I'm excited for that Lady Killer TV thing. Any, t- any, any chance to see some tits, I'm so down, man. <laughs> man, I just want to see him on a stage here in Cleveland. That's all I want to see. <laughs> yeah, I should have told him we should fucking do a Lordy and Psychosexual tour. I think that'd be fucking sweet, man. Yeah, that would probably fucking be awesome. Because I think we're going to do a Lordy tour next year. Ooh, that's exciting so. to hear. Yeah, no, that was cool. Uh, Caitlin, what did you think? I mean, Caitlin told me before we did the show... That uh, she knew the name Five Finger, but she didn't know anything about him. Yeah, I didn't know anything about him, but he was cool. I liked him. Yeah, he she, was... she probably only knew the name from the hate that gets talked about. Yeah, probably. No, I've never even seen any hate on him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I told when I was getting my hair cut today, I told him that the Five Finger Death Punch drummer was coming on, and the whole salon was like, <gasps> really? <laughs> Everybody hates him until, you know, something like that's wrong. They're like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Well, and, you know, you tell people you have a podcast. You just sound so dopey. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a YouTuber. Oh, I have a podcast. Or, you know, you sound so dopey. And then, like. Well, that's why I don't say I'm a YouTuber. I will not say that until I'm actually making money. Well, right. But even, if, you know, I have a YouTube channel, whatever. It just sounds so lame. But then it's like the minute you name drop somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, because even my, my hairstylist is like, oh, yeah, he's legit, guys. This is like a real thing. <laughs> so, you know. I'm, I'm curious, Caitlin, who do we need to have on the show for you to get more involved? Yeah, in these no interviews? kidding. Who do we have um, to bring on? Because clearly these are all people that me know. and Logan really know. Yeah. I, uh, Morgan Wallen. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lady I'm, Antebellum. Or, yeah. No. I can't I believe you knew who that was. <laughs> I mean, I like their music, but I don't, like, I, like, my country, like, my favorite country artist is Miranda Lambert. Right. But, like, I like comedians. I like. What would you do if Miranda Lambert was on the show? Would you talk to her? I don't know what I would even ask. Like, I <laughs> see, I need to be more prepared. That's why I gave you a heads up on who was coming today. Yeah, that's why we all got the heads up. Yeah, I gave you a heads up. And you said, okay. <laughs> well, I was at work. I was literally at work at that time, so I wasn't gonna just. Right, I know, but the point is, I give you a heads up like five days ago. Did you? Oh yeah, more than enough time to do a little bit of research. Yeah, Even just enough. to scroll through an Instagram page, you could find some stuff that's interesting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's because yeah. she has the notifications on our group chat muted. I no, I don't. Show to. me. Text me right now. No, show me. I want to see. I don't know how to. Well, okay, I'll show you. <laughs> I mean, how seriously, I because you? Trent and I will be going back and forth for. Oh, forever. Yeah. And none of the messages get read by Caitlin. Like, I'm surprised she was the first one to respond this morning to my text. I was like, hey, does this look good to you guys? Yeah, and I just didn't even uh, I didn't even respond. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck. I can press ignore messages. Uh, Are you sure you want to? All right. Yeah, hey. All right. Well, you just don't ever check it or what? I mean, if you see your well, phone going off, you don't ever be like, no, oh, I, I should time, see what they're like, talking about. I'm literally trying to go to bed whenever you guys are all. Well, that's because Trent chat. stays up so fucking late. Or yeah. I'm at work. There's never like, 
Or maybe Gary's around. Maybe that's the problem. She's like, oh, fuck it. I can't even respond. Gary's right next to me. Gary. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, he, well, like, if he sees it, he'll be like, who is that? And I'm like, Sorry oh, for all that background check. noise, by the way. Caitlin's really playing with the mic over there. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get it to, like. Well, she was playing a, with something else. Yeah, of course Trent does. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, does does uh, does G Man the alcoholic is he aware of Trent's infatuation with you, Caitlin? Yeah, he doesn't care. He is he is aware of it. Mm-hmm. Wow, he doesn't care. I bet he. Does. I don't believe. I don't, it. Well, I, he doesn't show it if he does or doesn't say anything to me. Oh, but you tell him about it, or because I know you don't listen well, to the show. I, so I'm sure you've made jokes to him about it. I haven't seen right? him in a while though. I've I've only yeah, seen him sure. once or twice since you've been on the show. So she must tell him about it. Well, Uh-oh. I remember you were whenever he was here to pick up that couch, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, oh, Trent, yeah, just like, Garrett's oh. here." <laughs> like oh, I, I meant, like I, he knows. <laughs> like shit, now I forgot I was gonna say fuck. Wow, <laughs> the one time Caitlin talks, right? <laughs> Trent, Trent loses his, his fucking thought. Yeah, I lose. I lost my train of focus there for a thought. Well, you <laughs> know, we can't. <laughs> I can't even speak now. Oh fuck. my god. Well, we can't really wrap the show up. Until I get this apology that I am so owed. So, oh, what I was gonna say, by the way, is I imagine her going home and Gary asking, "How was the podcast?" And she's like, "Oh, good." You know, Trent flirted with me, and then he just like he's, he's no, gone. No, I don't. Like, okay, I don't oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see if. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's the wrong one. Yo, Cody, what's up? I'm just at the gas station. Right. So we're on the air right now. How you doing? Oh. Wow, well, terrible timing, but what's up? <laughs> what's up, Cody? Hey, we couldn't make it through a show without Cody's. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was calling because uh, I, I was saying, we just got off the horn with, with Jeremy Spencer, the drummer from, uh, he was a former drummer of Five Finger Death Punch. And, uh, oh, right, okay. But, uh, you know, we couldn't really wrap the show up until I get this apology that I'm so deserved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, that was my bad, bro. That was, that, that was my bad. Yeah, what happened? Did, I mean, did you start drinking too early, or what was it? Yeah, you know, I think that might have been the problem. All those uh, bomb pops that you were drinking. What's in a bomb, bomb pop? pop? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know. No. Me neither. He, he, doesn't, good, he doesn't need to know. He's just like, oh, is there alcohol in it? Great, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Hey, we even get. I even gave you a plug today, man. I said uh, Cody couldn't be here, and I said Zach couldn't be here, and then I said your band name. Oh, Zach's not there. No, he couldn't be here. I guess uh, his family member had it was a family member's birthday or something. Uh but yeah, you get a free plug today. Oh well, hell yeah! I appreciate <laughs> that. But yeah, man, I think you owe me a real heartfelt apology, man. Yeah, I do feel bad about it i really do do you i do yeah you think you're a little out of line last week a little too fucked up <laughs> yeah a little bit playing into the code of the you alcoholic bit too much no i don't know how it goes uh, oh okay <laughs> i think i think he owes caitlin an apology too yeah i think you do i think you okay you got up in caitlin's face too <laughs> oh probably yeah yeah probably i even told caitlin i said man i give you an opportunity to shit all over cody and she didn't want to last week who caitlin you dumbass that's clearly not me i would shit on you in an instant yeah (laughs) 
Maybe uh, Caitlin feels a way about you that Trent feels about her. Maybe that's why she didn't oh, want to. Yeah. Maybe that's why she didn't want to insult you. My mom, my mother saw the video of you yeah. freaking out, Cody. And my mom made it an effort to tell me what a good looking guy you are. Oh, she said I'm a good looking guy. Yeah, my mom said you're a good, you're a handsome young man. Your mom must wow. have a heart of a saint. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Lord. Uh, how does that make you feel, Cody? You're always talking about my mom. I don't know. What do you mean I'm always talking about your mom? You're always talking about how hot she is. No. Actually, you. Yes. I'm pretty sure you well, said have mentioned. You're I have mentioned that, that my mom. What? You're the one that always brings it up. It's not like I just randomly start saying, like, oh, dude, your mom's so hot. You always bring it up in the conversation. No. it's. I, I don't I know. Well, she is attractive, but I, I don't know. Uh, it's not as bad as Trent saying you wanted to uh, do a panty raid on my mother. In <laughs> one second. Um, well, uh, we don't. We don't. Camel menthol crush. Oh my god! Of course, of course, oh my god! He's, he's, he's buying cigarettes on the phone. Of course, he's I getting cigarettes you. and alcohol. Phone. I mean, this I really fits. I, I haven't even clocked out of work yet, bro. I told you this really fits into the whole Steven saying that you look like a run over pack of cigarettes. <laughs> 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 oh my oh, god, dude! Okay. Hey, did you watch that video of you yet? No, I have not. Are you going to? Um, maybe. Yeah. I know you're a little embarrassed that I put it out there. I wish we had video of the after show. Oh my God. That was a mess. It got even worse after, uh, after the show was over, Cody, didn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> and dude, you know how yeah. much alcohol you spilled on my fucking floor and you broke a mug. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that $3 for that mug is going out to that, uh, money you owe Logan. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's under the bill, dude. Dude, a fucking yeah. Zach and fucking his girlfriend were like on their hands and knees cleaning my floor because you kept making a mess. I even cleaned one of the puddles up. Yeah, Trent even had to do some work. Oh man, I don't remember that. <laughs> of course not. We didn't. Nobody expected you to. Oh man. Wow. Do you remember leaving the place? Yeah, do you remember we couldn't get you out of here, dude. No, I don't. Like, I, like Zach literally had to body you away from Logan. Like, nope, it's time to go. We're not doing this anymore. Get out. <laughs> every time every time he'd walk to the door, he would then turn around because he'd start saying something else and he'd walk right back and be like, oh, oh, hey, dude, dude, fucking blah, blah, blah. And then he would do it over and over and over. Oh, bro, you got Wow. Anyways, all right. Well, Cody, thank you. And hopefully we'll be back. We'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. Most definitely, bro. Most definitely. Who's that in the background? I hear a little honey back there, or what? Yeah, that's my uh, coworker. Oh, it's a guy. Is it a guy or a girl? Well, yeah, he's, he's talking to his uh, girl. Oh, oh, I thought it was a girl. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, Cody, thank you. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks uh, for having me. And uh, as always, go check out my. All right. <laughs> All right, he got muted. So. Oh, guys, gotta be coming in here like you, you mute me you again. Fucking me again on the phone. <laughs> We've been friends for eleven years, and you've never done anything like this ever. I've never been so pissed off. Oh God! I mean, there was full blown fucking tears coming out of his eyes. <laughs> I've never seen someone as such an emotional drunk as Cody was last Over week. Over that. Oh my God! It was mind blowing.
It was mind blowing. Like I've heard of like I've seen friends have like an emotional high, but never like an emotional like drunk like that. Like that well, was different. <laughs> like I, you know, this is, I think part of the reason I didn't get so uh, I didn't get that pissed off at him. Like I wasn't even pissed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, and the best part before I get into that, I woke up to a text from him at like six in the morning. Okay. And I guess <laughs> I should have asked him about this when he got home that night. You know, he lives with his cousins or his oh. cousin, his cousin's wife, right? And I guess he pissed them off. He goes, he I, supposedly he walked into their house and his cousin was sleeping, but the wife was up. And he goes, "Hey, you mind if I jack off in your house?" <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> so, so she took his uh, she took his shoes and hid them from him. Um, so he had to go to work the next day without shoes. Uh, but For, who the fuck says that? Yeah. Hey, you mind if I jack off in your house? <laughs> I mean, oh wow. my god, dude! Like, wow! Like you were that yeah, he was at a whole another drunk level screaming that shit. I should, I should see if I can get him back on the line and, and ask him to if he like, remembers doing that. Like, first of all, why even yell that? Why not just go to the bathroom and do your business if that's what you got to do? Just don't fucking make a mess, Cody. <laughs> yeah, why, why are you going to announce it to the world that you're going to beat up? Hey, Cody. Yo. Hey, I forgot to Yo. ask you. Do you recall asking your cousin's wife if you could jack off in her house? Huh? <laughs> do you remember you know, that uh, i've already been I've, I've already been talking about it no i don't i know i do not oh did you actually do it though or no i don't even know no no no, no not did you ask did you did you actually jerk off in their house oh uh, yeah i don't know you didn't like wake up and your like foot was stuck to the bed or something cousin cousin <laughs> The cousin's wife just wakes up like, why the fuck is there calling my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, you don't, but you don't remember doing that or asking about it? Dude, I don't. I honestly don't. Oh, man, that's a bummer. I was hoping for a really another great Cody the Alcoholic story. That's all right. All right, Cody, thank you. All right, not a problem. Hey, hey, do you want to you plug your band one more time? Uh, no. Why? You'll boot me. No, I won't. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to plug your band one more time on the show. You're going you're gonna to cut it out right before I say it. <laughs> no, I won't, dude. <laughs> <laughs> as, as always, you go check out. All right. Thank you, Cody. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yes, I guess she took his fucking shoes from him and he had to go to work without shoes. And my God, he was a mess that night. So that, I figured he, she hid the shoes because Cody like came on her on her shoes, you know. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, you know, I didn't get that pissed off at him though because I like I've been there. I mean, I get it, you know. I th- we've all been there. There's a situation where you really shouldn't have been mad. It was just Cody just being stupid. It's just like, come on. Uh, I just I, like I get I get how it is. You know, you get drunk and then you know the littlest thing can set you off. Mm-hmm. But it was like this was like nothing. I mean. He literally got muted, and he was going to get unmuted. I don't understand. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even understand why he was even that mad about it. It wasn't even that big of a deal. Like, if it was Corey Taylor, okay, then I could understand it. Yeah. And no disrespect to Alicia, but, I mean, it's it's not like she's like a celebrity. And he's like, it's not like I took some opportunity for, away from him for, you know, for him to speak to a celebrity. I mean, she has to know her husband is a rock god. Of course. And, you know, I'm sure she gets it, you know, but, uh, I mean, my God, he was just fucking hooting and hollering that night. 
Oh yeah, but it was a great story, man. I mean, it made for a great story, it made for a great little bit. <laughs> yeah, we just don't want to ever to have another story like that again. <laughs> well, well, that's not true. But well, <laughs> I, I like my biggest problem with how the la- how the last show went was that it wasn't the fight. I thought the fight was great. I encouraged that kind of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> what was irritating was that nobody could say a fucking word. You know, I mean, I couldn't. Ima- can you imagine with how much Caitlin talks? I mean, Cody wouldn't let anyone talk, so. No wonder Caitlin was so quiet last week. She couldn't get a word in. And then Cody would like, you know, oh, what do you have to say, Caitlin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I don't know. Did he say she was a He did say she was a bad bitch though, right? Or no? Are he you a said, bad bitch? He said, are you a bitch or a bad bitch, oh, Caitlin? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll go with whatever you say. Oh, man. Well, I bet you uh, Zach's probably hoping that uh, his girlfriend don't come with him because we were talking before the show, that girl's like right up Trent's alley, way more than Caitlyn. I mean, she came in with a band <laughs> shirt on. She's got like the boots on, the dark hair. It looks right up. It looks like a girl you'd see at one of Trent's emo nights. Oh, yeah. And apparently she has a good heart too on top of it because she was taking care of Cody's messy ass, cleaning up his shit. Yeah, she's got like that, that motherly vibe to her. Yeah. So if her and Zach don't work, I mean, you got options here, man. <laughs> if Caitlyn and, and Gary, as you say, don't work out, you got Caitlyn's on the table. If Zach and his old lady don't work out, I mean, you see, I can't say too much because I already have Gary watching over me. Now, if Zach is going to start hating me, it's like that's a whole nother. Yeah, especially because Zach sits right next to you every <laughs> week. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't be talking too much here about that one. <laughs> Trent's after all the all the girls. You hit on girls at emo night? Uh, not too much at emo night. I've gotten some numbers from emo night. Really? Yeah, and stuff you, like that. How do you do that? You go up to him and you start talking to him, or is it more of like a? Hey, listen, I'm the promoter. I put this whole uh, I put this whole thing together and uh, you know, maybe if you give me your number, I'll let you in for free to the next one. <laughs> no. I don't we got I don't sound lo- like that. We got a great local band DJing the next team and I think you'll have fun. Jesus Christ. Love <laughs> <you>. <laughs> how do you how do you I I've never had the balls to hit on a girl. Uh I think it just I like it. emo nights, especially if it's like a smaller crowd, like, you know, I'll kind of go around to see how everybody's doing, talk to them a little bit, you know, just bullshit. And it's like, well, yeah, I actually put this together. You know, that's why I want <laughs> of to Of course, I knew it. Well, I what knew do you want? What am I supposed to say? Like, oh, I don't want to make sure, you know, you're having a good time. Like, what do you think of the thing? You know, like ask them that. Or sometimes they'll just be like through Facebook messages, you know, just oh. they'll reach out. And you ever like, got a date from emo night? Huh? You ever got a date from emo night? Did I ever get a date from emo night? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever gotten any actual dates from Emo Night. Wow. One of them, was, one of the girls' numbers that I got, she lived all the way out in Lorraine, so that was oh, like... Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was like, no. That ain't gonna... It's a hike, man. Yeah. yeah. Then a lot of these girls are from Canton, so it's still an hour away from where I'm at. Oh, and of course, like the two trashiest towns, man. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Almost as luck. bad as Barberton. Well, I guess you might not know Barberton. Barberton's pretty fucking rough. I think I, mm-hmm. I think I know like one girl from Barberton. Oh, yeah. She's probably trashy, too. I didn't, I didn't. I don't think so. Because you know, you know uh, who is from Barberton. <laughs> you know who? You know who's from Barberton. The girl that fucked your cousin. That's right. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I could never hit on a girl though. I, I like in public, I get too scared. I get too nervous. Aw. <laughs> I become like a little pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it just kind of depends in like the situation, like. I've you d- like my chemical romance too? So do I. <laughs> I put this whole thing together. Why don't you come suck my dick now? <laughs> <laughs> I think like I'm more like cool with like doing that like when it's like at a place like Emo Night or just somewhere chill. Like if I'm at a bar, it's like it's chill, but I'm not trying to go home with anybody that's drunk or anything like that. <laughs> oh, of course. Like that's not my style. Well, and you're just looking for a fucking 
of an, an, an assault charge at that point. Right. Like it surprised me when guys still like try to go home with girls from bars. I'm like, bro, I don't know if I could do that nowadays. All right, it's it's risky, man. It's fucking risky business <laughs> these days. I mean, yeah, you know, you get nervous and just hooking up with a girl these days because who knows what's going to happen. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Caitlin, you ever hit on a guy before? Have I hit on a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like yeah. in public? It, well. Like just like a random guy like in public. I say, I'll tell you, it's the coolest no. thing when the girl makes the first move though like that. Like that is fucking awesome. Yeah. Caitlin? Not like in, like not like a guy I didn't know previously. Oh, uh, so you know, it's, you've never been like at it's a like bar. It's like somebody like. Is like a mutual friend, not like a random guy at a bar. All right. What do you say to him? Oh, I don't know. Oh, she knew it was coming. I don't know. What I I don't know. It's been so. I've been dating Garrett for like three years. Well, hit on Trent. Let's see. I'm not gonna hit on Trent. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I Make was at my the bar. Dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the bar a couple of weeks ago, and a girl who is in like an ex stripper or whatever, she told me that she wanted to fuck me. Wait, wait, wait. What oh. now? An ex stripper at the bar oh. a couple of weekends ago. Wow, was she hot? No, not really. Her yeah. friend was. Uh, but. Her friend was like, she wasn't, but she wanted to fuck you? She said, she's like, I would totally fuck you. Like, <laughs> you should take off your sweater because I was wearing like a tank top and like a matching short, like a set. Right. You should take off your grandma sweater, blah, blah, blah. That noise actually is not Caitlin touching the microphone. It's Trent's erect penis hitting the table. That's what that noise is. It's, <laughs> oh, no. oh, my no. God. Fix that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My camera. Goes my camera. Uh, just yeah, tap the back. Just tap. Is it good? It's actually yeah. in a pretty good spot. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I'll but quit yeah. beating off under the desk. My bad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No kidding. So what, what did you say to her? I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> what like, if you were single? No. No? I'm not interested. No, thank you. What, what, if, so, it, so what you, if it was her hot friend? Yeah, if it wasn't. No, if, I would not fuck a girl. I'm not interested. Never. You wouldn't have fucked the hot friend? You just no. said she was hot. Yeah, so you just said she was well, hot. She's, yeah, she's pretty, but right. I'm not like, I don't want to. You never had a desire to like kiss a girl or something? No. Wow. Well, you know. Oh, well, she ain't no Katy Perry over here. Now I guess, man, I'll tell you what, I love that song, too. What a great song. Yeah. I remember I, that, that song and that video came out when I first started hitting puberty, and oh, my God, she's, like, laying there. I got, like, that lingerie on. Oh, my God. Man, yeah, it makes me think, like, I'm starting to feel old when I think to, like, songs like that old. Oh, know? dude. It's yeah, just I, like, what was that, like, eighth, eighth ninth grade oh, yeah. for us, something like that? And, like, I mean, the fact that, like, I remember when Taylor Swift came out, it's like, my God, I feel old as fuck, because she's been around since, like, 08, 09, something like right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I just, I can't believe that, uh, I feel like most girls always like, at least want to like kit the, like kiss another girl. I mean, I remember I was at a bar with the, uh, the girl that fucked my cousin and, uh, there was a girl that, uh, took her top off in the parking lot. And then that, my, my girlfriend took her top off and they started like fucking rubbing their tits together in the parking lot and making out and shit. It was fun. I mean, it don't matter who you are. Everybody loves tits. Of course. Just like he said. You know, most people like boobs. Do you not agree with that? <laughs> Are you well, not? Yeah, I mean, well, what about this? Would you go to a strip club? No, I don't want to go there. I would. I would absolutely be uncomfortable. What if I, I was don't stripping? know? Really? What if Trent was stripping though? <laughs> like, if Trent was part, let's say Trent was part of uh, the Thunder from Down Under things, you know, or or whatever, you know, male review. Would you I go don't. support him? I just feel like I would be uncomfortable. Like, it's not like... <laughs> Trent comes up and any... starts whooping his dog in your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's got little booty shorts on. Uh, <laughs> I'd rock that shit. Yeah. 
You never been no. to a strip club ever? No, I've never been really? to a strip club. Really? You've never been like, uh, man, it'd be fun to go. No. Wow. You've been to a strip club. No, I actually, I haven't. What? Yeah. So, wow. So I'm the creep here. I'm the only one that's been the one. It's like, I don't judge people for going. I just, I'm not interested. Well, it is I weird. Know Ever I since I had be. a kid, I, I think I have a hard time going. My reason for not going is because I just don't feel like spending money on it straight up. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it is expensive, dude. Right. It's like, I'd rather blow my money on other things. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's expensive and, and uh, it is kind of weird. I mean, especially when like. You know, the strip clubs around here, you know, you go to Akron or something, it's a bunch of fucking dope whores running around. They're missing teeth and this and that. <laughs> yep. Hey, hey, baby, can you want to dance? And then you <laughs> feel like such an asshole when you're like, no. Man, it was weird because uh, one of my exes, her mom apparently worked at a strip club I lived next to. <laughs> So, if oh it, so, my God. so my friends invited me one time. I'm like, uh, no, I can't. I can't go, guys. I, I just a, can't. She's a dancer there, or she's like a bartender. She there? was a dancer there. Wow, but, was she hot though? No. Oh, oof. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, you know the, the what's a one strip club in Akron, Jen's Den or something. Go in there with like five bucks. Those girls are so desperate for some meth, they'll suck you off for probably two dollars. You know. Yeah, you know, if my girlfriend's mom was like, you know, fucking Stacy's mom, looking hot as fuck, like, yeah, I'll probably go to the strip club, but nah. I haven't been able to go to one since I had a kid. I'll tell you that. I went to one and I felt super uncomfortable. That's so. It's so weird to me because it's it's a son. It's not a daughter. So it's like I don't understand. I just felt like I, I felt like that creepy dad. You know what I mean? Like. You know, like, hey, son, let's let's go watch some fucking, uh, you know, you want to watch some porn? Let me show you your first ever porno. You know what I mean? Ew. Like, because I, like, I remember my my uh, my grandfather showed me my first porno. And yeah. it was really fucking weird. Man. It was awkward. Really? You, fuck yeah. What I mean, do you do when you sit there and watch it together? <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you're. <laughs> then, he goes, then he goes, all right. He goes, all right, look, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Stop. I swear to God. So he's like <laughs> shooing me out of the room. I mean, the more you talk about your grandpa to us, the more we're. It's not like, that grandpa. Oh, there's different. Oh, it's oh. Different, <laughs> different grandpa. That was the not, that, not that grandpa. <laughs> no, yeah. He, uh, he showed me the first porno, though. And, and it was uh, it was like, but it was like a lesbian porno. There was like nine. It was like. Nine lesbians. It was an orgy on the beach. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like and That it, sounds like a good first porno. Yeah, it was just weird to watch it with my grandpa. Was, like was it like a VHS tape? No, it was one of those uh, like like on-demand, like pay-per-view things. Oh, okay. I thought maybe no. your grandpa would say like a stash of tapes. And, you know. No, but I tell you what was great. I used to go down there uh, all the time when I was a kid, and, and everybody would go to bed. And, you know, at the time, I would be like you. I'd stay up till 4 or 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they had all the channels. They had Cinemax yeah. and Showtime and all that. <laughs> and, you know, Cinemax After Dark or whatever. Do you, do you remember any of the shows? Like, can you remember any of the names? I do. Uh, I remember one of the movies that I was one of the first partners I've ever seen. It was called, uh, it was a movie called Best Sex Ever 3, Sexual Inferno. Or maybe that was, maybe it was Best Sex Ever 6, Sexual Inferno. Best Sex Ever, and then a number, and then Sexual Inferno. Well, you know it's probably good if there's, like, a number at the end of it. Like, if they're on number six, like, oh, okay. This is oh, yeah, it must shit. be good. But I don't know. I never got into the weird pornos. Like, uh, when they're, like, like, in public, I don't get into that. Like, I remember I put a porno on at my grandparents one time, and they were, like, fucking on a bridge, <laughs> like, in the mountains, you know? And yeah. I was like, this is so fucking weird, man. Like, I, I think I think the outdoor stuff is kind of hot. Do you really? Yeah. Have you ever had sex outdoors? Uh, I, I, I've fucked in the woods. I've uh let's say i've gotten head in the parking lot at work before <laughs> hey there you go yeah and then i think i've actually fucked a girl in a car that was like probably about a hundred yards from a police station 
All right. Wow. Yeah, so Edgelord Tran over here. <laughs> what about you, Caitlin? What's the weirdest place you've ever had sex? My bed. No. <laughs> And you a girl know, did get me off on a baseball field once. Hey, there yeah. you go. Where at on the baseball field? Like yeah. on the field? In the dugout. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, You know, like on Garrett's parents' road, like how yeah. that, like, I think it was an old train track. Now it's like a bike trail. Uh, okay. And I if you take it, like, towards, like, if you're driving up, the, it was, I think there was, how recent was that built? Oh, that was like within the last like couple of years. I right? love it. I don't know. I love it was like a dirt like, road. I love when you guys describe the stuff because nobody knows what you're talking yeah, about. Nobody Not knows. even me. This is what happens when you get Caitlin talking. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it was like a dirt road at the time, and Garrett drove his blazer back there, like into the woods. And yeah, that's yeah. it though. That's the weirdest. I would think we're like I the mean, dream for yeah, every country girl to get like, fucked in the back of a pickup truck, but of course it is. Although I don't know if Caitlin's really a country girl. Are you a country girl? Were you? Were you? Or are you a little more country now with him? Oh, before like, well, I do less like country like themed things with him than I used to. Isn't there? You like, do less. Less, yeah. Wow. Like I really like to go fishing, but the whole time I took him fishing like right at the beginning of our relationship, and he talked the whole time. And I'm like. We're not doing this again. <laughs> What's wrong with talking? You're not really supposed to talk. It scares the fish away. I mean, oh, they I can have hear heard you. that. I, I mean, but can you that. talk like quietly or? I mean, see, I kind of, I'm on a inside on that one. I mean, who wants to go fishing and just sit there for four hours and not talk? Well, like you can kind of talk, but like the whole time, like just having a conversation, like you. Hey, did you ever go fishing before that? Him? I don't think he's a big fisher. Really? Yeah. That kind of blows my mind. I would think yeah. he is. No I used to go every day. Wow. You ever go hunting with him? No, I've never been hunting. My family hunts, so we, we have like a lot of animals like hanging up on our walls and stuff. Right. Um, but I never got the opportunity to go. I know he was real stoked when he went. To, he went to uh, Colorado to go hunt uh, elk. elk. Wow. Yeah, I don't think he got He didn't, he didn't get any though, but yeah. No, they went on like a, uh, like with a guide. Right. And I think yeah. like at that point, like it's rigged. What do you mean? They didn't see one elk. Yeah, and I, I, he was saying there was like some sort of conspiracy, like that, that like they didn't want them, him and his dad. Yeah, because there. there was people. I guess there's people that go there like pretty often. Right. So those. So guys they were the newcomers, and yeah, yeah, right. But they spent so much money to do that. Oh, I know. I know this shit's pricey, and plus just the 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 travel there and back is expensive. So, yeah, because they drove. Yeah. Uh, wow, I, I can't believe that's the uh, weirdest place you've ever had sex, though. That was very underwhelming. What's the weirdest place you ever the, had the sex? The elevator, right? No. Think. No? Oh. No. God, no. That's one. That's probably in the top, but no. That's, yeah. I would say the most fucked up place was on the uh, playground of a church. Stop. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're I'm going kidding. to hell, Logan. I really am. <laughs> I remember we were fucking on top of the, on top of the slide. <laughs> I can't believe I did this. I would never. I mean, I would never do that now. Do this now, but I uh, took the condom and just threw it to the bottom of the slide. Oh my god! Left it there. <laughs> no wonder the babysitter hates you. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> she probably heard the story. She's probably the one that found it. She probably found my used condom at the bottom of the slide. <laughs> probably. Ew. In middle school, we found a used condom on the ground. 
It was so fucking disgusting. Well, I didn't find it, but somebody in our class did. Yeah, they're so disgusting. What are you doing with the I'm with like, the knobs? It keeps there? like going down, so I'm like. Yeah, it's not it. that knob though. It would be the uh, I think it would be the other one. You're right? twisting the wrong knob. Well, this is fine, like the way it is. Oh. It's like the microphone, like it's oh, fine now. Right. Huh. I gotta get like a shock mount because all you fuckers move this perco having backwards hands. I can't really move it <laughs> without getting up. And uh, yeah, you can cl- you can clearly hear everything. Uh, but yeah, that's probably the weirdest. I think. Okay. But I mean, I don't I know. Mean, that, I mean, that beats all of ours, I'd say. But you know, that in the elevator. And then I used to get head at uh, Rippers like every morning. Because <laughs> every morning. What? What is that? Rippers? It was a bar. Oh. Because uh, Dick Dick used to work there and he caught me, I don't even know how many times, getting my dick sucked in the parking lot. <laughs> how many, oh how many times God. has he seen your dick? <laughs> dick? I don't know if he's ever seen my dick, but he's seen my penis in a girl's mouth many times. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually ever seen my cock. I don't know which one's weirder to see. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be really weird walking up on somebody just getting a blowjob. Like, I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. I mean, have you guys ever had friends that like just don't give a fuck and like fucked right in front of you? Like they didn't care? Uh, oh, that, that reminds me of a story. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, let, no, I really haven't. I don't think. Really? No, and I, I certainly wouldn't. I mean, why is that surprising? What kind of people do you think I hang out with? <laughs> do people like Cody the alcoholic who probably would do that? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she bad, bro. She could get it. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, let's hear this story. So there was one time we... we do I need to cue the suspense music or no? No, please don't. <laughs> all right, all right. So we used to go camping uh, when Garrett first got his camper, and something happened, and we didn't use his camper. We used our friend's camper. Right. And we were all sleeping in the same camper. It was a group of six of us. And um, we were, like, you know, slowly, like, kind of doing it. And what do you mean slowly kind of doing just it? Just, like, trying to be, like, not shake the whole camper. Like, right. Just being, like, nonchalant at all. Or nonchalant. And how, and how close to you are other people? Well, there's, like, you know how, like, in some campers, like, the couch is a bed and then the table, like, kind of across the way is a bed? The table is a bed? No, I don't. Yeah, I, you can turn the table, like, if you lower, like, the thing, and then just, oh. like, lower the table, and then lay the, like, the padding from the seats out, it oh, turns okay. into a bed. Okay. Like, I was thinking, like, the actual table turns <laughs> yeah. into a bed. Like, how does that work? You yeah. wake up, and Garrett like, and Caitlin are fucking on the table in the no, RV. No, no, we were on the couch, and the couch, like, stretched out like a futon. Right. And then the people who owned the camper were in the room. So there was, like, this couple on the table, me and Garrett on the couch, <laughs> and then... Right. The bedroom. Right. So they were sleeping on the table and they like started their truck to go do it. I found out later. And me and Garrett were doing it and they locked their uh their keys in the truck while it was running. So they came in and like asked Garrett for help, but like oh, right boy. in the middle of it. Oh my god. So I was like, Oh okay, like just had the blanket on me, it was fine. How red how red did your face turn? <laughs> Oh, I I don't you know I don't know. Wait wait like, wait a second. Hang on, hang on. So you walk in. This is if if I were to walk to the RV, like I could have saw you guys right there, right? Yeah, with okay. the couches right in front of the door. So so you guys are fucking, and they come into the RV and they need help, right? Because they locked the keys in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So we were under the blankets. It wasn't like we were exposed. Well, right, but but you guys were probably naked under the blanket. So did he get up no, and his, and like, his dong no. was hanging out, like, for the for the people <laughs> no, that needed his help? Like, like, oh, shit. His underwear were, like, around his ankles, so all he had to do was just, like... Right. Did they know you guys were fucking? Because it was, like, a fucking? quick, like... They know you guys were fucking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It but they went outside to fuck. Yeah. Like, why didn't you so guys go outside weird. to fuck? Because where, where would we have done that? Like, it, we 
came there with them. Like, we couldn't have gone in their truck. Like, is this a campground? Right. Yeah, it was, was a campground. Camp so yeah. why not just go somewhere in the woods? Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. We really want to go Because it's a camp. Like, we were right in the middle of a bunch of other campers around us. It wasn't like the woods were over here right next to us. <laughs> wow. So Get a full-blown orgy going on. In that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's best sex ever seven. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah. Wow. A camper's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, my God. Can you imagine rolling up and just everybody's fucking? Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's a great story, Kate. That's probably the best story you've ever told. Thanks. Other than giving the pipeline her head. It wasn't. It was a guy I went to school with. I said his car was the person, like the people working on the pipeline. He was hiding in the closet when my brother walked in. Oh my yeah. god! Like wow. And that in that situation, just like just from us kind of like knowing you, or at least I guess from what I know you being here, like mm-hmm. I imagine you're just like, oh my god. Like and just oh so yeah, I was trying to keep my brother out of my room. Like, stay out, like <laughs> get out. <laughs> well, worst is like when you're like young and you know you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, like nobody. You get this like horrible feeling in your stomach, and you you can't like act right, and you're like mm-hmm. just you're trying to play it cool, but you really are acting like a dumbass. Oh, my- yeah, and he doesn't even it, to this day. My brother doesn't know. Wow, my little nobody sister knows. walked in on. Does he listen to the show? I don't think so. I'll have to find him, know. send him a link. Say, hey, man, look, there's some uh, <laughs> some brand new info here about your sister. Yeah, well, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I'm not going to tell him either way because <laughs> Garrett, like, I'm not, how am I going to bring it up to him without Garrett being right there? Right. Oh, Garrett doesn't know this either. No, I don't talk uh, about my sexual. I find that so weird. I feel like I'm so, like, when I talk to a girl, I want to know everything. How many guys you banged? How many fucking, you know, what's the weirdest sex position? You know, what's the amount of time in between different guys that you fucked? You know what I mean? See, it's like, oh. I don't want to know that stuff. I just really want to know them fully sexually. Like, I want to know everything that you're into. <laughs> it's like, I don't care how many guys you fucked because it's just like, whatever, you know. You but. just want to know them inside and out. Yeah. Right. That's, that's how he picks the girls up at emo night. You know, <laughs> I just want to know you inside and out. You know, we'll listen to My Chemical Romance while I learn about your insides. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyways, your sister. What about your sister? Uh, one time. Luckily, my sister didn't walk in on... Me and my girlfriend fucking, but she did catch us like with both of our shirts off making out one time. Wow. And my, how old how old is your sister? Shit, uh this is my youngest sister, so she probably had to be my guess is probably about like maybe six or seven years Oof. old. I have a story now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Yes, Caitlin. Um when I lost my virginity, uh it was How old were you? Eighteen. You were eighteen. Um I was in this guy's basement. He lived with his parents, and right. he, like, lived down in the basement. And um, right in the middle, I was like. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Did you just mic. bash your head into the microphone? It's this air Oh, shit. Like, right in the middle of it, I was on top, and his dad walks down the steps. And then oh, immediately fuck. I looked up at him, and he immediately turned back around <laughs> and went upstairs. <laughs> oh, man. I feel that's, I, that's never happened to me, ever. Nobody's ever walked in on you? No. Just, but Just I, be happy it was the dad. If it was like the mom, she'd probably like, out, get the fuck out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. No, he told her. They all knew. Like, by the end of it, his sisters knew. Everybody knew. Because we all three, me, him, and his two sisters all worked together. Oh, oh Jesus. Wow. So, like, they all knew, like. Well, maybe he took a picture, Trent. Maybe you should hit him up. 
Maybe he took a quick picture before he walked back upstairs. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, I no, wouldn't I have to. Saw if, him. I, like I wouldn't have to if you know you just made the OnlyFans, Caitlin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not making an OnlyFans. <laughs> You'd probably get uh, Trent to subscribe, uh, Cody the alcoholic to subscribe. Well, Cody never really confirmed if he thinks Caitlin's a bad bitch or not. So we. Oh, all that's know. right. Yeah, you never know. But if it's yeah. cheap enough, he might. I'm yeah. surprised. I'm surprised he doesn't subscribe to anybody's OnlyFans. <laughs> like seriously, he'll pay for Bumble and Tinder and all that he shit. He pays right. for that stuff. Oh fuck yeah! That stuff costs. Fuck yeah! Well, it's free. Well, but basic. you pay for like. But yeah, you can pay and you get unlimited likes and all that kind of stuff. Oh right. my god! I'm not kidding. The whole time when we went to Tennessee a couple of weeks ago, the whole time we were in the car, it was like an eight hour drive. Right. He's swiping and swiping and so he doesn't stop swiping. That and then he would he would bounce around between the dating sites. And then, um, oh, I forget what it's called, this real, he's like obsessed with Reddit, as Caitlin knows, because I think the yeah. week Trent wasn't here, mm. Cody informed us that he gets all of his news on Reddit, because it's 100% legit if it's on Reddit. I told you, Reddit is that man's Bible. Oh, yeah. And he goes to, oh, I think it's a, I think it's a subreddit called, like, Morbid Execution or something, that he would like, so it's kind of weird, because he's mad, you know, he's just swiping on all these girls. And then he moves on to morbid execution, and then he goes back to the girls. What the <laughs> so, heck? Yeah, it's fucked up. You ever seen morbid execution? No. No, it's disgusting stuff. Man. I can't. I can't imagine the amount of money spending on that is worth it for Cody. Has it really paid off for him? I will tell you this. I mean, I, you know, I get why. I get why you would maybe pay for it, like on a trip, like because okay. if you're if you're trying to get laid, you're only going to be somewhere for a day. And they really fuck you on the amount of swipes you get. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, fine, I'll dump a few bucks into it. And, you know, whatever. Because Bumble, I think you can go for like a week and it's like $7. So it's like no big deal. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's ever gotten laid from a dating app, though, ever. And he's probably swiped through who knows how many girls. I can't believe he still has girls to swipe on. Right. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you're out of range. And, you know, move that range to increase your chances. Yeah, of exactly. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I don't get it. I wonder what he puts his range as. Is it just maximum range? Oh, probably. 100 miles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll be like, oh, dude, check out this bitch I matched with. It's like, it's like dude, she lives in fucking Illyria. Fuck it. Well, dude, you don't have a car. I'll, I'll just Uber, bro. I'll just Uber there. Where, where do you have the money for oh that kind God. of Uber? I know. Yeah. It's like, well, dude, if you got the money for, you know, $150 Uber, pay me. <laughs> Give me $150, you yeah. know. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe that's why he doesn't do the OnlyFans. He's like, bro, Logan already thinks, like, you know, I'm avoiding paying. I can't spend money on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cody, the, the, the Cody doesn't even ever think about that. He would probably be, dude, check out this bitch I subbed to on OF, dog. Fucking Vibe City, bro. I look at him like, where's my 10 bucks a month, man? <laughs> yeah, <Shit."> no kidding. <laughs> oh, man. I remember one time he thought he was going to be in a band. Uh, he thought he was going to audition for a band, and, and he was, like, convinced he was going to get the gig. Was it, like, a big band, or was this just a... Yeah, it was that band uh, Otherwise. Oh, really? You know that band? Yeah. Um, they were in, I think, I, I saw him at Ink and the Clink, like, the last year it was Ink and the Clink. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, he thought he was going to uh, he was going to like audition uh, to be in the band, and he was like, "Oh, bro, if I get in the band, I can totally pay you back the money I owe you." <laughs> it's like, all right, Cody, all and right. he tells me that every time a band needs a drummer, I'm going to audition, dude. I'll get the gig, and I'll totally pay you back the money I owe you. <laughs> See, the problem is with his band. I don't know how good of a drummer he actually is. Because it's well, like yeah, the drummings are all pretty simple. Well, everybody was making fun of him down in uh, Tennessee because he's like, 
oh, check out my band. And then it's like. And Tennessee's not your market, bro. Well, they're like, uh, well, it was people that we, it was people from up here. You know, oh, it was like people oh, okay. at the cabin with us. I thought like, you know, at the bar, and, you know, Kid Rock's bar. It's like, hey, check out my band. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like nobody at Kid Rock's bar wants to hear your music. But he, uh, they'd be like, well, show me a song with you drumming on it. Oh, well, you know, we don't really have one of those songs out right now, but it's coming, bro. We were putting out a fucking record, man. And I'm, I'm going to be drumming on the whole thing. But I, I can't imagine him like going, like showing some insane skill on the drums with their kind of music, though. It's just kind of very simple. Yeah, I know. Shit. And, you know, he always told me he never wanted to play like rock because it's fucking boring. And it's like, oh, dude, I got to play metal, man. Fucking double bass. And it's like, well, dude. You're playing in, I mean, you're basically doing hip-hop beats, you know what I mean? Right, like, I would think rock and metal is at least way more fun than doing hip-hop drums, for the most part. Well, I'll tell you what, as we close the show out, we've been so hard on Cody, so I'll throw some tunes on as we wrap up the show here. Why you gotta do that? I don't wanna listen, man. (laughs) (laughs) Only because Cody's such a good sport. Cody's drunk ass sat me down, he's like, no, bro, bro, you gotta listen to this, and I had to listen to Molly on the yacht even more. (laughs) Actually, I don't even know if I can, because these are all the, uh, they do these weird, like, I mean, listen, this sounds so weird, like, they do these really, like, slowed down versions of their songs, and... Who wants to like? Who wants to listen to this? Like, I'm not tripping on anything. I don't exactly right. want it's to. It's so weird. I'm surprised you always bring up like YouTube for this. Why not just go to Spotify and type in? Uh, I wasn't even planning on playing this. I mean, I know, but know, I'm but saying like for this this situation, like just because I don't know, it's easy. Because normally, if we play videos or something, it's just all like right there. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Uh, anyways, but I guess that uh, we'll wrap up the show. Um, I don't know if Trent knows this, but uh, Buck Cherry is coming on the show. Yeah. So we will get uh, we will get them to react to Trent's version of Crazy Bitch and Cody the Alcoholic's version of Lit Up. Is this next week? It will not be next week, but wow. it is coming soon. So make sure you stick around for that. And uh, I don't know. I think maybe next week, uh, maybe we'll have Little Miss Nasty on for a minute. You know, Buck Cherry is coming to Cleveland, right? I did see that. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Maybe you could drag uh, Caitlin with you. Take her to a rock <laughs> show. She's never been to a rock show. That's so depressing. <laughs> I know. You guys can have a nice little date. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy, you'd really get your ass beat dead. <laughs> I'm yeah. probably going to get my ass kicked for suggesting the idea. Fire some buck cherry panties. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Say crazy bitch on the ass. <laughs> Lit up on the front, crazy bitch on the back. Yeah. Hey, that new song, man, is fucking good. Yeah, I told you it was pretty good. The new Buckcherry song is fucking cool. Yeah. It's it's a good video, man. Some hot chicks in there. I didn't see the video. I just listened to it on Spotify. Yeah, I watched the video. It's cool. I got to check it out. It's all about Instagram followers, I guess. Oh, is it? Yeah, because I think think she, like, posts a picture of her, like, in clothes, and she only gets a few likes, and then she posts, like, a... You know, lingerie or swimsuit photo or something, and then the likes just keep going and going oh, and yeah. going. Yeah, you know that's how it goes. That's how Caitlin has a thousand followers. I told <laughs> I told you, man. All you need is a pair of tits to get followers. That's online. right. That's it. That's right. Is that why you have so many followers on Instagram? You think? Maybe. Like I get a lot of weird <laughs> DMs. I don't know. I get DMs and uh, like comments on a lot of my pictures. Do you? Yeah. She's giving me the look. So you get those, do you get the heart eye emojis a lot? The fire emojis? Only from my friends. Oh, you don't get like, you don't get like, is your Instagram private? No. Oh. I'm going to have to start commenting on these pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Well, I suppose that does it for us. You can listen to the show anywhere you get podcasts. You can go to our YouTube channel for uh, clips, highlights, full interviews, including the one from this show with uh, Jeremy Spencer. Hey, uh, before you wrap up the show, you forgot to mention something. Yes. And it's not me. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. I totally slipped my mind. <laughs> uh, yes, if you have made it this far, uh, this episode is brought to you by Major Awesome Hot Sauce. You can go to their website, majorawesome.com. Use code CRASH to check out for 10% off and hit them up on Instagram at Major Awesome Hot Sauce. While you're on uh, Instagram, you can hit us up at Crash Report Show. Um, and uh, yeah, while you're watching our videos, you can go ahead and watch the Coral Creeper. Uh, Thank you. Coral Gaming. K O R L Gaming. Trent, what's going on with Coral Gaming right now? Uh, posting four videos a week of backyard baseball and plenty of other nostalgic sports games. And I will be live streaming soon on Twitch. Oh, there you go. So go over to Twitch, find my channel at Coral X Creature, not Coral X Creep, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I hope to see you there. Uh, isn't it Coral Gaming? It's Coral Gaming on YouTube, but then I have it as Coral Creature oh, on the yeah. Twitch. Coral Creeper. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Trent, any final words? Uh, just thank you for listening. Uh, hope to see you back next week. Kaylin, I don't know about you, but I'll tell you what. I cannot imagine a better way to spend my Friday night or whatever than watching Trent play video games. I mean, that sounds like a boatload of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's right. I think I'll be doing my streaming on Sundays or Mondays. Well, are you going to stream after the show or what? Probably before the show. I'll fucking wake my ass up early and try to do it then or Sunday nights. Right. So Sunday nights probably makes a little more sense because sometimes you don't get out of here until 11 o'clock. Right. You start a stream at midnight. I mean, I guess you could, but. I mean, if I did, if I woke my ass up early enough, I could do it from like one to four, one to five and then bounce and come here. Caitlin, any final words? Thanks for listening. Wow. All right. Those are some great final yeah, words. There you have it. <laughs> Caitlin with the gift of gab. She did. She did talk a lot today, though. Yes, she a lot did. More, at least. Yeah. yeah. Especially when we got on the t- subject of sex, which is a first, because normally we start talking sex and Caitlin kind of shuts down. We're, we're going we to have to. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> yeah, don't what? be sorry. Interrupt. Yes, I, don't, I don't know how, uh, how many times we can tell you. Just fucking okay. interrupt. Who gives a shit? Well, I was even going to bust Trent's ball. You guys were getting on my nerves when Jeremy Spencer was on. Go, go ahead. No, no, you go, bro. And I was like, oh my God, one of you just fucking say something. <laughs> but yeah, I had a lot of story, like things that I was like bouncing off things yeah. that you guys said. Right. Well, well, that's how it's supposed to go. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. how it's supposed to go. What is it? Is it Cody the alcoholic? Does he make you nervous? No, I'm Are not you sure? nervous by Cody. All right. That's what I want. It's like, I want to see just, like, next I feel week. like he talks a lot. So like when I cut in, it's like he's going to talk over me. So it's. Y- you literally have well, to that's think. That's why we just, uh, you know. Like, just think how we all think. <laughs> that's why we do that. Like I just muted <laughs> yeah. Trent. That's what we do to Cody. <laughs> what were you saying, Trent? <laughs> I said, fuck Cody, just speak over him. That's, that's the mentality <laughs> yeah. you have Yeah, to and have. then he'll come after me. Uh, oh, wow. is that what you were going to say, Caitlin? Yeah, well, fuck okay, it. Cody. Cody is Cody. You say you hate Cody? <laughs> well, then, no, I said, okay, Cody. Oh. Well, then you bring out Cuntlin and you put Cody in his place. That's right. Become <laughs> Cuntlin. You know? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that does it. We'll be back next week. Uh, you know, have some fun. I th- maybe Little Miss Nasty will be on. That'll be kind of cool, I guess. A little dance troupe, but much more raunchy than uh, Cherry Bombs. Uh, and Trent's actually seen him. It's pretty filthy, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these those girls are hot in that group. Yeah. Straight up. 
Yeah, maybe it's maybe those are some bad bitches in there. <laughs> yeah. Were you in Vibe City watching Little Miss Nasty? You in Vibe City, bro? I was actually front row too. <laughs> oh wow, you really were in Vibe City. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I got uh, I got people texting me uh, asking from the trip in Tennessee, asking if Cody's still in Vibe City. And then uh, somebody listened. They were listening to the podcast, and they were. Uh, she just texted me out of the blue, my buddy's wife, and she goes. Did you really have your cum in your mouth? Did you really eat your own cum? <laughs> and I said, that's right. <laughs> and she was like, that's disgusting. And I said, yeah, my ex-girlfriend and I used to swap it on her mouth. <laughs> and she was like, that's fucking gross. <laughs> and then it's like, man, people really do listen to the show and you never know who's going to listen. This is why I don't share the the podcast with all of my friends because I don't want them to be like, bro, did you really do that? It's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll gladly, t- I'll gladly tell her. Fuck yeah. I wouldn't do it now though. It's disgusting. Uh, wow, what a way to wrap up the show. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. It's the Crash Report. See ya. We'll see you next time on the Crash Report. While you wait, make sure to like and subscribe to the show, damn it. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.